Oh, I'll ask you, PJ, since you're co-hosting today, what you think we should do. So I put out episode 255 during the week, my conversation with Vince. Yeah. And so this is episode 256. Producer Chris put together an intro that says it's 255. Should we play it anyway? Uh, yeah, and then just dub in you saying six or something. Yeah, there you go. Okay. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Do it live? Okay. Yeah. Episode 256. <laughs> Are you a boner guy? Cuz. Cuzaroo, Cuzaroo, Slapperoonie. It's showtime. W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Hello, Weber Dixon, and Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show that gives people bad legal advice without expecting anything in return. I'm your host, Carl. With me this week, a man whose singing voice is somehow his most attractive quality. Coming all the way over from the jingles department, it's PJ Fillion. Welcome, PJ. Hey, Carl. Thanks for having me on the show. Thanks finally. for coming on the show, PJ. Please go to whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, which that YouTube channel been very busy lately. <laughs> We got some fun uh, new deepfake Suttering John videos out there to check out. Also, the link to our Patreon and Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. We just dropped the new Patty Broken Skull episode Friday night. So that's up there. You can check that out. Doug from Good Times Great Movies came on with me. And we looked at a lot of what Patty Broken Skull is up to these days. A.K.A. Patrick Michael. Animal Crosley. Kirby Roosevelt. You know who I'm talking about. Seamus. Yeah. We'll get to that Todd. a bit more later, too. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and then shit all over us in the comments section. Vic will be on later today to read reviews, and it's going to be another busy day today. We got Elisa Giordana from Kermit and Friends coming on. Dr. Steve from Weird Medicine will be joining us to review a medical podcast. And PJ wants to talk about Patty Seacup's new show, Weird Life. But first, we'll be reviewing a show called Moturn Media Infomercial Podcast. We have both listened separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. This is a show hosted by Matt Farley, the most prolific songwriter of <laughs> all time. Of all time. He has of like 22,000 songs. All time. I'm going to start this off with a clip that sums up the show. Now, let me set the stage here. Matt is doing his show with his buddy Pete, and him and Matt, Pete and Matt, are in a band together. And they just made a new album and they're very excited about this new album <laughs> and they play every single track from the album and talk about it. This is what we dreamed at the start. This is some There's no build up there. No. I mean, it's two minutes and 20 seconds and it is un unrelenting. Yeah. It's like a starting gun yeah. pistol, you know? Yeah. Um, but it is real good, folks. Uh, listen to it several times. Uh, Froggy on drums for this one, by the way. Yep. And um, get ready. This is what we dreamed at the start. This is something for the heart. If we smile, we'll make this achievement at the cactus tree. Come from Here, Pete, there. Boom, boom, bada, boom, 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 bada, boom. That's good stuff. Yeah. And then you're, you're playing that awesome rhythm guitar, too. Ah. Oh. Whoops. <laughs> all right so here's my take on this pj okay and then we'll talk about why you chose this podcast to review 
I'm guessing that this is tongue in cheek, except for they never break character and they go through the whole album like this. Like, dude, this bass line you came up with is amazing. Listen to this. Oh, listen to the keyboard <laughs> part I play on this part right here. It's, it's like a wall of sound. You got to hear this part. I'm like, like, it's like amateur music that's semi-entertaining <laughs> and they're acting like they're Pink Floyd and they finally re- so, release the wall. I'm, I'm confused. I also have no idea. And I've I've listened to this guy since I was in high school, like 2011, 2012, that okay. time period. I found him exactly how he wants people to find him by just typing in poop on Spotify when you're bored with your friends. Yes. Um, and so that's how I found him. And ever since then, I've been like in and out of listening to his music, uh, just trying to figure the fuck out what this guy's deal is. Is he serious? Is he joking? I mean, obviously he's joking about the poop songs, but he has serious music. But well, he yeah. has a million bands. He, he actually, he's an enigma. He wants to be respected, I think, for his musicianship. He does. And I have a good clip that actually points out that he's not completely joking with his music. Yeah. I think clip 24, it's a little long, but if you pay attention, he does that thing that you do with your friends where you fade the music in and out. Like, Shh, shh guys, it's going to get really good right here. And at one point, he doesn't even talk in the middle. Ready for the spotlight. Oh, it's gonna shine. Oh, yeah. Tightrope by the big heist. The controversial follow up to Mo 75. A lot of people didn't know what to make of it. A lot of people. No, we have 54 monthly listeners. No one cared. <laughs> All right. So the other thing this guy, this really is an infomercial. It's called an infomercial. It is an infomercial. Every episode's either about a movie he made or right. songs that he's written and recorded. And he's very proud of himself. Pete, I'm so jealous. We're, when, we're smacking the, the listeners in the face. I know. And you wrote this gosh darn masterpiece. Congratulations. Yeah, it's it's fun. <laughs> this great opening track, you know. Alright, so I guess now's the time that I need to tell everyone that I am a Matt Farley fan. I love his music, I love his songs, but I don't get this podcast at all. It's terrible. <laughs> It's, it's a horrible podcast. And, and and he like is doing that on purpose, I think, which is a weird thing to do when you're trying to create 50 songs. He's trying to put out 50. He is recording 50 songs a week. Yeah, he is. Uh, my clip too is, I mean, he doesn't make these too much anymore, but this is what he's most known for. He puts out this type of song. Oh, poop. Because my butt Uh, gets very, very poopy. I got hemorrhoids popping out of my behind. Poop in my fingernails. Poop in my fingernails. Poop, poop, poop in my fingernails. Poop in my fingernails. Everybody's got butt cheeks. (laughs) Poop stuck in my butt. I've been trying to poop often. I've been trying to poop oftener. I've tried to poop after taking a stool softener. I got corn in my poop. I got corn in my poop. I got corn. You can end it whatever. I'm enjoying it. I think I'm gonna poop on Santa's lap. Poop from my pee. 
<laughs> pee from a poop hole. Sometimes Justin Bieber farts. And and you might be like, oh, I don't really care about poop. I wish he sang about other stuff. If you play my clip three, that might also tickle your fancy. Oh, look over there. It's the saddest thing I've ever seen. It's a dead little puppy. Oh, that's just so terrible, don't you think? Oh, no, oh, no, a dead puppy. Oh, look at all these dead puppies. I got a dead doggy, and it makes me feel so sad. Unfortunately, doggies die. Look at the dead dog. I'm feeling very sad because of all the dead dogs. Oh no, it's a dead German Shepherd. Oh yeah, look, it's a dead cow. These are some pretty good cops that you're putting together here, DJ. <laughs> and the thing is, he has songs like that for everything. So that's that was just some like context as to who this guy is. Yeah. He makes $65,000 a year from these songs. Well, he has almost 22,000 songs. And what he does is he creates songs as like an SEO project. He knows that people go into Spotify or Apple Music and they type in celebrity names. They type in their name. They type in the city they live in. He's right. got a song for everything. In fact, he's right. working on, I'll play a clip here where he talks about his project he's currently working on. Um, but it, it's cool. I'm getting closer to 22,000. It's exciting. And um, I'm completing the... Uh, the Songs About Cities series. I'm, I'm going to do the entire United States, at least 50 cities per state. Uh, it's completely insane. It's way better than Sufjan, Sufjan Stevens, whatever his first name is. How many states did he do? Two? And everyone talks about him still. Ugh. Makes me so mad. You want an exclusive sneak peek at... Uh, the song about um, McMinnville, Tennessee. Of course you do. <laughs> McMinnville, Tennessee. A wonderful city in Warren County. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much like Rick Sanchez, right? <laughs> the songwriting skills. I like what you got. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean for this to become a music special, but I picked this before I listened to the recent episodes. He used to not just talk about his songs. Right. I remember listening to an episode where he talked about, oh, my kid was in school and he got in trouble and we were upset with, I think, his wife or whoever. That sounds and, boring. Uh, yeah, I didn't realize it was just going to be music special 2.0, but with well, music people actually PJ, might laugh at it. I listened to an episode called Moturn Media Analysis Podcast. And what happens here is that Matt discovers there's another podcast that talks about his music. Yeah. And instead of just saying, hey, go check out that show or hear some clips of them talking about my music, he plays the entire podcast on his podcast, which is the laziest fucking thing you could possibly do. <laughs> Who would do that? That was really annoying. I, I was not a fan of that. Um, well, did you listen to the, the first part of that, though? Because yeah. there was some gold in there. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. Because he uh, would say things like this. Some of you respect me as a songwriter. Nope. <laughs> you don't respect him as a songwriter? 50 songs a week, that's impressive. Quality versus quantity thing again here, PJ, I, I gotta say. And when what? he's not writing songs, he's writing movies. You know what Charlie and I do every week, folks? We meet on Skype for a couple hours and we just type. We have a, a Google Doc open and we just type scene after scene of movies. 
We finished Heard She Got Married. Oh, it's going to be good. Another black and white noir movie. Real, like, this is exciting. And the, the week we finished Heard She Got Married, the next week we started writing the next movie, which is currently called Paparazzi and the Photogs, the movie, which is a bold thing. So Paparazzi and the Photogs. The other thing about this guy is that he has a thousand different bands too. Not only 20,000 songs, but a thousand different bands. So it's hard to like yeah. find them. So this, some of, some of them are called toilet bowl cleaners, Moe's yep. Haven, Brennan McFarley, the very nice, interesting singer, man, the hungry food band, the odd man who sings about poop, puke and pee, the apology song person on and on. So this paparazzi band just sings about celebrities. He actually was on the tonight show with Jimmy Fallon. I know. As, I didn't know that until I saw on his website that he said he was on the Tonight Show. I'm like, no, you weren't a liar, and he was. So I watched the video of that this morning. So did I. And it's the worst of his songs. It was so stupid. It was about a building that used to be a Pizza Hut. Yeah. And those were the only lyrics in the the song, and it, it just dragged down. I was like, ah, oh, this guy actually has some funny songs, and then that's what he gets on national TV to do. That was weird. Yes. So you said you're a fan of his music. Uh, is it because of my clip five? Oh, come on. Uh, sorry, I meant I meant six. Sorry, I meant six. Carl, Carl, Carl. Carl, 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 Carl. K-A-R-L, Carl. Yeah. There you go. K-A-R-L, Carl. That's, that's a catchy tune. Actually, the reason why I'm a fan of his music is because of songs like this. It's wet like pee, but it smells like poop. And if you need a stool sample, you're gonna have to take a scoop. Oh, ah, ah, diarrhea. And it shoots out fast when you've got the runs. Then it bounces right back all over your bum. Hey, ah, 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 diarrhea. If you're pooping in the lake on a fishing trip Instead of plop, 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 you hear drip, drip, drip Oh, ah, ah, diarrhea You never know when it's gonna want to come <laughs> yeah, out of your rear yeah. So make sure you've always got a toilet near Oh, I think the last joke is the one I like. That's why I'm gonna keep playing. Diarrhea. You know, diarrhea makes a certain type of person elated. But those are just the ones who were constipated. All right, that was the joke that I liked. Anyway. Yeah. Can we get back to the actual podcast? I guess. It's your show now, PJ. Yeah, let's do what you want to do. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> let's do more music. No, I have a ton no, of music no. also. Go ahead, go ahead, I mean, go ahead. his podcast is just half music. So The ones that we it, listen to are mostly music, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, if you click 17, though, that's a perfect clip that, to me, sums up the show. And there's a little bit of Patrick Michael in there, too. This one has Froggy drumming on, too. I'm already in over my I take it back. Froggy's, that's not Froggy. 
It's not Froggy. Th- that's Froggy's the other thing the one too. Drummer. Yeah, he's got the he's got these different guys who help him record these songs, and none of them are good at their instruments at all. And so he'll just like, oh, this is Froggy and the drums, and it's just the shitty drum beat, like all the other songs. Like, okay, who cares? It's well, not for like, him. Yeah, God. For him, having a real drummer is like a big deal because half the time it's just him on his keyboard playing drum loops for himself. Right. And this is talking about how they write these songs. He goes, this guy, Pete, who's with me in the studio here, he came with this brilliant bass line and we just built the song around it. All right. This song is called Take It Back. This is um, a brilliant bass line by Pete. And then uh, we just built around it. Call that a brilliant baseline. This is what I call a brilliant baseline. You could write a whole song around that baseline. Uh, I have another clip that sums up the show if you're interested. My clip 20, uh, that's a pretty good one. I put my heart and soul into these No Jokes albums. And meanwhile, like a song like this is going to make me more money, you know? Saudi Daisy, Tennessee. Oh my, what a wonderful community. Oh, wow. Maybe that one won't earn me a lot of money. <laughs> so I think I think everything he's saying is joking, but then it also isn't at the same time because he does want to be respected as a musician, and he's not because yeah. all the plays he gets are people who will just want to hear their name. Chris, 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 Chris. I was looking for producer Chris. He didn't have that one yet, but he'll get around to it. I'm sure. Did he have a crochet one? I tried to find it. But I, <laughs> I actually looked for PJ. I don't know what your real name is, so yeah, I was hoping PJ. to find PJ. <laughs> My real name is PJ. All right, good point. <laughs> yeah, and if you're worried, like, uh, like, like Drew and Mike were like, go easy on him. Like, we don't want him to feel bad. You can play my clip eight. He's not gonna feel bad. All right, it's good to know. But um, don't be afraid to be critical. Okay, I can take it. So. Um, you know, you know, if, if a song's not great, you know, you can say it. It's fine. I'm cool. I'll be listening multiple times. Weeping. I have some uh, criticism for him. Your podcast stinks. Your (laughs) podcast stinks. Uh, my clip, my clip 23 is another, like he's, to me, he's kind of like a weird mashup of Patrick Michael and Jerry Banfield, but again, he's way more successful than either of them. Uh, yeah so yeah welcome to the 2020 moturn media awards it is 2021 but we're giving awards for the best of 2020 and you heard that yawn and that yawn (laughs) was was uncon it was not something i planned but maybe unconsciously yeah that's unconsciously Subconsciously, idiot. Very Patrick Michael ask right there. <laughs> Do you think he does a lot of editing of his podcast when he's done with it? <laughs> I I think he records it and he does it all in real time and then he uploads it immediately. He's I... like, all right, got that done. Back to singing about uh, Shelbyville, Tennessee. I would agree with you. Now he has a song for everybody's name and he has all these songs about poop. He decided because he's so brilliant. 
combine the two things <laughs> so yeah. you can find any name and also the word poop. This week, I'm, I'm going back to name poop songs this week because I want to spend more time on this Finkel Stinks album. So uh, the cities take me that much more time um, looking up each city on Wikipedia and reading from it versus just saying, justice, poop, poop, you know. So I'm doing that. I'll probably do a few weeks worth of poop albums. I like that he had to explain to us why the poop songs are easier to come up with. The, the city size. Like, I could have figured that there's out. A, there's a method. <laughs> How much harder could they be than going Rochester, New York? Ooh. Very nice city. We love Andrew Cuomo. Like, it's so whoa, easy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't like that kind oh, of talk fuck. around here. Uh, also, I've, if you were still weren't sure what a poop, like, name poop song was, my Clip 7 is a good example. Oh, okay, great. Carl, 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 poop, 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 Carl, 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 poop, poop, poop. Well, I like the melody, but uh, the <laughs> message I'm not a fan of. I'll be honest with you. What else do you want to talk about here? Uh, you got a lot of clips. Yeah, I do have a lot of clips. You've also been taking a bunch of them, so I've been getting them off. But um, clip 21, uh, that's kind of like shows how serious he is about his music. Yeah. You know, the point I'm making is um, the No Jokes albums are masterpieces and they make me no money. And then if I sing a person's name followed by poop for a minute and a half, I'm just rolling in in dough. So I don't think that these other albums are masterpieces. Am I wrong about this, PJ? Have you listened to this, these No Joke <laughs> well, songs? Have you? I have. I've listened to I listened to all of the Brennan McFarley The Beyond, which he claims is a, a sci-fi concept album. Okay. It was, it, there's no concept to it besides he mentioned The Beyond multiple times. It was dog shit, um, but he thinks it was good. But uh, you listened to the whole thing. I did. It was only eight songs, which for him is not a lot because he right. has albums with 100 songs. He tries to do 20 songs a day. He said that his average, and this is going back a few years. I guess he's slowed down since, but his average was 20 a day. Some days he would record five. Some days he'd record a hundred. So I'm guessing that when he's doing like the name songs or something, he can churn those out pretty quick. Yeah, I think so. I don't think it takes a long time to say Carl, 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 or Carl, Carl, poop, poop. Uh, but number 27, that's basically like what his show is. It's him playing his No Jokes album, which is why I think that he's partially serious and it's not all a joke because this whole thing is only devoted to his songs that he claims are his serious songs. It's not like he's like, oh, listen to my poop songs or whatever he's like listen to brennan mcfarley the beyond and tightrope by the big heist and now it's time to announce the winner of album of the year what's it gonna be what's it gonna be oh whoa the beyond by brennan mcfarley So he has an award show for himself. Yeah, he did kind of set it up by saying award shows are boring and it's douchey. So I'm going to do my own and only award myself. So there is some sense of like self-awareness. But then my clip 28 shows that like it's not all a joke. Like he does. It is partially serious. Eight short, perfect tracks. Amazing sounds. Spectacular performances. Not a moment that goes wrong at all. Just perfection from start to finish. Something that those other albums cannot uh, claim to have, you know? 
Kaneko's album is 40 tracks. There's some duds in there, I'll admit it. <laughs> Matt, Farley, if you're listening to this review, stop trying to create music that you think is good and get a PJ Poop song already. I couldn't yeah. find one. <laughs> you have a lot of work yeah. to do, my friend. There is so much. Oh, I didn't check for a Gary Indiana song. Damn it. Yeah. I'm sure he has one. If he hasn't done Indiana, there will be. Drop the ball point. there. Oh, damn it. I, I do see that you have that. a Rochester, New York song. I have not heard this. Yeah. Can I it's check this out? Shit, but yeah, number four. Rochester, New York is a good, good city. It's a flower city. They got the Lilac Festival. I don't know what he's going for. Rochester, a good, good city. What do you mean this is dog shit? This is great. I love this song. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't as good as my one about Andrew Cuomo. Date New York. You find Rochester. Cuomo's the governor of the whole state, asshole. He's, he's not from <laughs> Rochester. It's a made for living. <laughs> it's got a lot of good people. You don't think he's playing it. It's not good. <laughs> you don't think this is good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, also, did you notice he has like five crutch words? No, I didn't pick up on that. So my clip one is his strangest crutch, crutch word with a few of his others sprinkled in. Okay. But here, look, folks, 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 folks. And like, um, uh, you know, folks, folks, folks. That's right, folks, folks, you know, folks, 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 folks. I contain brilliance, folks. I did not pick up on that, which I'm surprised I usually do. And that's the wrong way to broadcast. Podcasting <laughs> is a one-to-one medium. You're talking directly to the listener, not to a group of people. If you're in a comedy club or you're playing a rock show, you're, then you're talking to a group of people. But when you're doing a pod, I'm talking to you, the listener. That's who I'm talking to right now. Not folks. Oh, you know what I should have grabbed? Oh, you're saying that the podcast isn't good? I should have. No, his podcast is not good. I should have <laughs> grabbed his, uh, his stand-up, though. I thought his stand-up was actually really good, and he was bombing. Nobody laughed at anything that he had to say. Wait, he has stand-up? Yeah, dude. Let me let me find that real quick. No way. Oh, this see, is he's so worse. awesome. I love this guy. I, I mean, he's endearing. There's, there is something about him that... Uh, I do think that a lot of... like That's what I said. He's an enigma. I, so I've listened to him for a good part of it, the better part of a decade now, and I still don't know exactly how serious he is about himself. All right. All right. I got this queued up. Let's listen to this. Uh, this is from some full length movie called Local Legends. When I started Laugh for Your Die, this next comic was there, and he was there for a long time, and he's one of the funniest guys around. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Mr. Matt Farley. Feeling really good tonight. Thanks for coming out. Had to, uh, I had to break up with my girlfriend because we have nothing in common. She really liked me and I hate myself. <laughs> if, uh, if my last name was Talk, I would name my son Lester and uh, then he'd become a DJ on the radio and he'd say, you're listening to more music with less talk. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. I recently got a kitchen counter. Uh, it's because I have so many kitchens, sometimes I lose track. I have a friend, he works in a factory that produces traffic lights, you know, red, yellow, and green traffic lights, and 
and one day I was driving and he was in the passenger seat and uh, the light was yellow and it turned red so I stopped and, and he turned to me and he said, dude, I could have made that light. <laughs> when I was a kid I had trouble reading and so my, my parents brought me to the doctor and, and the doctor gave me reading glasses. And it kind of helped but I was still having trouble so they brought me back to the doctor and said, doctor, he's still having trouble, what could it be? The doctor said, your son is stupid. <laughs> uh, a friend of mine was getting ready for a big date, so he sprayed cologne all over himself, and he came up to me and said, how do I smell? And I said, by breathing in through your nose. Now, where did that get a laugh? Uh, that got laughed. I was very happy to report that I recently won the heart of a beautiful woman. That's right. Uh, it was part of a, a charity auction at the hospital. Guy next to me wanted spleen. Went to the dentist the other day for routine cleaning. Don't you hate going to the dentist? That's the worst, seriously. The, the worst part about it is after the hygienist is done cleaning your teeth and then the dentist comes in and he's got to check each tooth by licking it with his tongue. Don't you hate that part? I feel like if Norm MacDonald was doing this stand-up routine, people would be <laughs> laughing at it, but uh, I could be wrong. Yeah, it was kind of dog shit also. But. Yeah, it kind of was. All right, someone found Gary. Gary is a good place. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. Gary is a good place. It's got a downtown. What a great downtown. <laughs> they got wonderful buildings in downtown. It's got the downtown. I love to go there and look at them. Oh, yeah. It's just like Wesley Willis. What's Wesley Willis? Oh, never mind. He has such a low bar for what makes a good city. It has a downtown. It's got Main Street. Oh, yeah. Nobody is excited about Gary, Indiana. That could have been the one song that he wrote that was negative, but I guess not. (laughs) Like it should have been about how scary it was and terrifying. The Um, Jacksons were from there. <laughs> uh, if you play my clip 25, they used to uh, beat the... their kids. <laughs> Sorry, what is 25? You said clip 25. Uh, it doesn't even need a setup. Go ahead. What shall we do with this moment? We do with this moment. We do with this moment. What shall we do? Uh. Was he singing <laughs> along with himself? He was singing along oh, with himself. God, it's uh. It's odd, man. I tell you, I listened to this podcast yesterday. I had a long drive. So I'm like, cool. I'll just like really get into this and listen to it. And I couldn't figure out what my opinion was on it for an hour. I didn't know. I'm like, I think I hate this, but I can't tell because it's not serious, but he is serious. I don't know what to make yeah, of it. He walks the line of like being so bad, it's good. Yeah. And then like being so bad, it's good unintentionally and then intentionally. And then some some of his songs are actually not absolute dog shit. Like he does have a few no joke ones that you're like, oh, yeah, I'll listen to this. Really? But can you prove that? Um, Number 16, okay. I have clip as a show, that, a song that I thought was decent. You're welcome for this one, folks. She looks at me with those dinner plates. It's real good, folks. It's real good. It's like dead milkmen without the jokes, right? Because it's kind of sloppy and weird, but 
It's also like dinner plate eyes. What the fuck are we talking about? Should I know what that expression means? She's got big eyes. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> what, could, what could he possibly mean by that? I have no idea. All right. Fair enough. Well, hopefully this guy has a day job though, right? He's not, this isn't like his full-time gig creating this music. I would help. <sighs> it's tough though. 50 songs a week is a lot when you're, uh, you know, you're a full-time house husband too, you know? I'm a, I'm a gosh darn house husband. He really is Patrick Michael and Jerry Banfield. There's if they lo- had a successful child. A lot of similarities going on here. He makes $65,000 a year, so he's doing something right. You can't, like, it's not like that's a ton of money, but compared to whatever his dog shit job was, I'm sure that, like, I can't imagine he's someone who was working a job that made $65,000 a year. Shouldn't he be making more than that by now, though? Because as these songs keep no. ramping up, he's got 22,000 songs. How many songs do you need to make 100,000? You need 40,000 songs? <laughs> He's currently making 50 songs a week that are like McMinnville, Tennessee. <laughs> He's typing in McMinnville, Tennessee on Spotify. No one's listening to those songs. It's all just his poops. One of his poop songs has 4 million listens almost. No Another shit. Another one is 2 million. Is he monetizing that in any way? I think Spotify just gives him like a small percentage per listen. Okay. I, I don't know how Spotify pays, but I don't think it's very well. But when you have 22,000 songs, like you're going to just get a lot of listens. Maybe that should be our new strategy for the isotopes. 22,000 yeah. instrumental songs. We'll just name them things people will be looking for. E flat. <laughs> Fine, I'll play you Shelbyville, Tennessee, if you insist. Shelbyville, Tennessee. Oh, yeah, what a wonderful city. Shelbyville. All right, this is starting to wear on me now. Yeah. Uh, PJ, anything else that you want to talk about uh, with our friend Matt I- Farley? Yeah, I think the final thing that we have to talk about, I think, is my clip 26 is why he reminds me of Jerry Banfield a bit. Okay. So good. Not many people have given this album a spin, folks. I I, I get to see the stats, and they're not impressive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There is some self-deprecation in here where they talk about they got two more monthly listeners. It went from 13 to 15. That was how they yeah. started the show off. And I don't know. I can't make heads or tails of it. I think the podcast stinks, but uh, keep up, keep it up with the uh, poop and, and cities. That's yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm your biggest fan. If you've had a big influx in your no joke song, it's because I've been listening to all of them and most of them are dog shit, but you have a few okay ones in there. So keep it up. Wow, way to, way to suck up to the guy, PJ. What do you want, an autograph? I, I mean, I've listened to him for so long. What do you hey, want, an autograph or something? Yeah, send me an autograph, Matt. I love you. I'm going to switch gears to our friend, Elisa Giordana. Elisa, are you there? I hear Hold something. On. Yep. All right. Sorry, I, I made that transition very quickly. Elisa Giordana comes to us from the show Kermit and Friends. Kermit and Friends, you can catch on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts from. And Elisa, I know from the Howard Stern show. She was a uh, writer on that show and uh, had some on-air time with uh, Benji Bronk. And there was a lot of fun storylines going on a few years ago with uh, Elisa Giordana. And I think she's coming right now. I just... uh... She was not prepared for that to happen that quickly. <laughs> She's obviously not listening to WATP. We switch gears quick. Come on. Yes, Maybe play move. Things just move. Are on? Here. You are on. How's it going, Elisa? Oh, hey. 
Good. How are you? I'm awesome. I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. I reached out to you, asked you to come on. And the reason why is because Gonzo Shitcock told me a story about you and Stuttering John. Now, I want to get into what your relationship with Stuttering John is because I saw that a few months ago, he asked you to go on a hike with him. You said no, and then mm -hmm. he blocked you on Twitter. First of all, uh, Stuttering John told me not to go on the show. <laughs> I was going to ask you that too. He reached out to you and told yeah. you not to come on here. Yeah, I haven't spoken to him you know, since he asked me on the hike, but he really called me once he found out I was going on here. <laughs> wow. And he, didn't want me, he didn't want me to go on here so badly that I knew I had to come on. What was his reason for that? <laughs> <laughs> he said nobody listens to the show everyone hates the show i'm concerned no for you there, there's no listeners at all what an asshole if there are no listeners then why would he care if you came on that's what i was thinking Who's I, he, your he agent? such a passion about it i knew it was gonna be good <laughs> that's awesome thanks john thanks for helping us uh, get elisa on the show uh, what are you going on a I'm hike on. with carl <laughs> what's he I got that carl. i don't got uh, all right, so yeah, explain this relationship because I don't think that your time on Stern overlapped with his time, or am I wrong about that? No, it didn't at all. Yeah. Um, I met John. I don't even know how I started talking to him, but he eventually uh, came on my show, Kermit and Friends, and he was pretty nice, but he was you know drunk a lot of the time that he was on, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he was you know making fun of my guests. I just want to say, Elise, I'm sorry to cut you off. Elisa okay. believes he might have been drunk. In her European opinion, in her yeah. opinion, just so you know, he's uh, threatening lawsuits against me. So I just want to make sure that we don't say anything that we might be talking about in court a few months from now. Yeah, I heard. I heard that actually. I heard yeah. that uh, he was suing you. <laughs> I found that <laughs> yeah. hilarious. And it is. It is very funny. And I love when he sues anyone. It's very fun. So. Uh... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, he's just, uh, I, I like him so much because he's so emotional mm -hmm. and, uh, it's just fun to follow, you know, that ride of seeing him get so upset about things when I don't think he should be thinking at all what he's thinking. Like he's really mad at Howard Stern still. Right. And I think he needs to let that go. And that's a big lesson that anybody watching him can see that if you hold on to something for that amount of time, it's going to kill you and you're going to end up suing people and being angry. So I think just a good lesson, a positive thing to learn from John is just try to let things go. Cause you know, Howard's not thinking about him you know that. And uh, so just don't think about people that aren't thinking about you and just let it go and just try to move on to something more positive. And you know, that's what I learned from it. And I like John cause he actually really cares about things. He cares about people and he just lets everything get to him. And, and a guy, it's nice to see sensitivity like that. All right. I, I, you're finding something to like about John. That's impressive. Not a lot of yeah. people can do that. I did have a similar conversation with Vince, his former co-host and attorney, uh, earlier this week, where Vince said pretty much the same thing, like, relax, loosen up, like, let things go. It's You can't just be angry about everything all the time. Don't block everyone who does something to you. He, he's in there. He's got his mods blocking Everyone who says anything negative about him while his show is going. It's like, that's, you're putting yeah, in too much effort on he's this. He's sensitive. He's very and sensitive. He's very, he's very sensitive. And to be anywhere on any platform at all, you just cannot be sensitive. You have to, you have to, I mean, these trolls are your main fans anyway, right? <laughs> right. So <laughs> people are trolling him basically all day for, 
be 30 years now. <laughs> and you would think by now he would realize that it's just really not a big deal. Just have fun. Just relax. Well, and uh, don't let it get to you. It'd be one thing if he was doing a show where it was all positive and putting out positive vibes. And then people are, you know, trolling him and he's going, I don't understand why they're doing this. But no, he goes on his show. He's angry about everything. He wants to tear yeah. down the dotar known as Trump. That's like the whole mission of his show. He's going after the ROTC yeah. guys and calling them bald losers or podcasting out of their basement. He's motherfucking everyone. And he's like, why are you guys picking on me? <laughs> what, do you, what do you think? Yeah, it's not, it's not a good example, but... I mean, there is something to learn from that. When you're very negative, people are going to come at you with negativity. Yes. And it is hard. Do you guys get that at all here? Yeah, we dabble in it. Everybody loves you. No, you know, it's it's funny. So there are are people who get upset with us, but the majority of podcasters that we goof on will get the joke and then actually come on the show. We had Brent Hatley on recently and that's a guy that we made it went great we we made fun of him multiple times i've said horrendous things about his wife and he came on the show and was like so cordial and great and he messaged me afterwards he'd come back anytime so it's when you get when you're in on the joke we all have fun together it makes it it's like a roast Mm -hmm. it makes it more fun when you can laugh at yourself regretted having someone on like that someone that you made fun of and then came on the show have they ever you know given you a bad experience uh, that's a good question. Have I regretted having the person on the show, you mean? I'm just asking that because I've regretted things like that. I uh, went on this uh, Ethan Ralph. Do you know him? Oh, <laughs> yes, I should <laughs> do. I went on his so show, I too. Went, yeah, so I went on his kill stream, and I thought it was going to be fun, but everybody was just attacking me, and I hated it. And yeah. I, I got a very negative feeling from it, and it just, like, I, that was, like, the one thing that I did that I really regretted. I, I just figured I could have fun anywhere, but some people are really negative, and it is tough. But I, I like confronting trolls. I like that. Um, I enjoy that because it's really interesting to see, like, where they're coming from and why they're so angry. Right. So I, I do, I, I welcome trolls on my show. I love it when someone like truly despises me. And uh, cause I don't really hate anyone that I don't know. You know. Usually it takes me knowing them to hate someone, but there's people that comment on my videos and comment on my songs with such hate. It, it's just interesting to see like what that person's actually like. So, you know, I've, I've only regretted it that one time though. It's not difficult to realize that when you don't care about people trolling you, you take their power away from them. And then they leave yes. you alone. That's the thing that John will never understand is that he gives yeah. us all so much power by reacting the way that he does. I'll sue everyone. You're like, okay, okay calm down, buddy. Relax. Yeah. So, so you guys um, you guys on this show uh, primarily make fun of other podcasts? Yeah, we we um, we do a roast style show where we pick a, a different podcast every week and we just play clips of it and, and goof on it. Uh, there have been shows that we loved, like Michael Rappaport. And, and some of these shows we listen to are like, actually, this is a great show. Uh, but for the most part, we, we kind of roast it. Okay. Yeah. So that's your favorite podcast, Michael Rappaport? Well, no. and the Motern Media infomercial podcast. <laughs> Michael Rappaport's not my <laughs> okay, favorite podcast, one. but um, but rap, I listened to it. And I was like, "There's, I can't really hate on this guy. He's fucking funny. He's so angry. He's really angry, but in a <laughs> yes. different way than John. Although Rappaport, we haven't talked about this, but he might have jumped the shark. I saw him crying on television the other day because people were picking on him or something. I'm like, what are you doing? The amount of shit talk that he does. Do you think the anger is real? Because he seems to be angry towards like everybody and everything. I don't think it's real. I think he's an actor. Yeah. 
Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, you think he's acting? Okay. I wasn't well, sure. Because it's so, it's so consistent. Like, it it's is. really consistent. The yes. reason why I think he's acting is because of how worked up he gets over fantasy football on the Howard Stern show. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. seems unrealistic. Oh, okay, okay. I, I could be wrong, though. <laughs> what do I know? So, can you tell me more about why does John think that you're in his league? I, I gotta, I gotta understand this because you are a beautiful woman. I would imagine okay. much younger than John. Why would he think that he could ask you out? Uh, I think he equates himself with Benji. Said oh. that many times that he's the same as Benji. Your, um, your ex. And so he thinks since I was with Benji that I would be with him. But really, he doesn't have a lot in common with Benji at all. Um, <laughs> Just because they worked on the same show, that doesn't mean anything to me. It's I, I go by somebody that's kind. You know, Benji's very kind, very hardworking. You know, Benji was able to be on the Howard Stern show for 25 plus years. John can't be anywhere because he's so like volatile. Right. So volatility is not a good quality in a guy. And somebody that's angry and somebody that blocks you on Twitter, those qualities are no good. Why did he um, why did so, he block you, know, you on I Twitter? I wouldn't be interested in him. What? Why did he block you on Twitter? Can you explain that? It's because I don't want to go hiking. I just said I'd rather hike by myself. I was honest about it. I just can't imagine hiking for three hours with someone like that. It's like uh, maybe like a 15 minute. That would be for 15 minutes. That's fine. But like three hour hike is just that's just too much. That'd be such a sweaty date, too. What a weird thing yeah, to, to bring a girl along to while you're sweating. I know I sweat a lot, but I'm wearing that new cologne volatility. <laughs> Volatility by John. (laughs) I love it. So, Elisa, I've been hearing you on the Drew and Mike show. We're good friends with those guys over there. And, of course, you are engaged to the great Andy Dick. Is that still on? Yeah, it's still on. He um, he also has a podcast. He's doing great on some some respects. He's uh, he's doing his... um, podcast he's on kermit and friends he's really trying he's a an awesome person yes i so love really, him really nice person i love him on your show kermit and friends because you know everyone else has like a studio and they have a webcam and they, they set it down in front of them and they have a microphone andy dick is just on his phone just kind of like roaming yeah. around and just kind of in and out and uh I love his attitude about life. It, it's, it's hilarious. I gave him a computer. It was gone in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did give him a computer. I gave him headphones, but they uh, disappeared. Uh, but he, you know, he could do a lot. He is so talented that he can work with very little. Yeah. So he's funny. He does not try at all to be funny. Uh, he doesn't have to have anything pre-written. He doesn't have uh, need anything written for him. He, on the cuff, can come up with the funniest. I mean, he makes me laugh more than almost anyone in my life. He's a character, for sure. He's such a character, an unbelievable character. Every phone call, I know when he's calling me, it's going to be funny. So I admire that so much about him. And it was such a blessing when he came on Kermit and Friends. I couldn't even believe he was on there one time. But then after the first time, he said, can I do this every week? I couldn't believe it. He's that humble. He's very Mm -hmm. humble. He doesn't have any Hollywood pretense like a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't like think he's too good for something. He's he's just unbelievable. I mean, he lives with like 20 people right now. And <laughs> he would let anybody live with I mean, if you asked to live with him today, he would say yes. John lives with like 20 cockroaches right now. <laughs> so, like, That's true. He invite them too. John's got roommates also. So, Elisa, you wrote a song recently that I want to play here called My Fiance. This is about the great Andy Dick. 
And it doesn't sound like the relationship is going great based on the lyrics in this song, but I'll let you react afterwards. Now, there's a little bit of a, a slow build here, but uh, we'll wait for it. My fiance doesn't love me. My fiance wants my money. My fiance, he is starving. My fiance's a little retarded. My fiance doesn't need me. My fiance's always cheating. My fiance's with a guy named Lucas. My fiance is full of excuses. My fiance doesn't kiss me. Well done. The great Elisa Giordana with my fiance. Now, um, I'm guessing that these lyrics are all true, all real things. Yeah, no, they're all true. Everything I wrote there is true. Uh, I mean, it's very fun being engaged to Andy. He is a surprise every day. I don't never know what he's going to say to me. Uh, it's just, it's just been very crazy. And, uh, but I love him so much. It's like, yeah. I can't believe it. <laughs> So he, uh, I guess he's a top then. Is that what you're saying in that song? I just want to break this down for the people. I mean, with, with, with me, he's neither. <laughs> but <laughs> That's the problem right there. Uh, <laughs> but with this guy, this other guy, uh, I think, what is it? I guess a top, yeah. He's never a bottom. Right, right. So that makes it okay. Yeah. So, um, I mean, yeah. I, I don't have anything against like anyone gay or anything like that. I actually thought it would be a pleasure Hitting someone that likes guys because I wouldn't have to worry about other women. But he was at a strip club the other night, so I, there's a lot of I have to watch him. I pretty much win. have to move him in immediately. <laughs> he doesn't even know where you live. How are you going to move him in? I tried to move him in several times, but he keeps escaping. So I bought him a leash and a collar. <laughs> <laughs> Getting kinky. Uh, yeah, yeah. So one other question, and you don't have to comment on this, and I can take this part out of the show if you want, but. Gonzo was telling me a story about a time, I think it was when you lived in New York, when Suttering John showed up to your place late at night with like beers or something. Do you know what I'm talking pizza. about? He showed up with pizza. He showed up with pizza. Uh, you know, you can't fault John for trying. He tries. He yeah. does try. Uh -huh. He puts in a little effort. And I just have to appreciate that because so many guys here in LA for sure don't put in any effort. So at least John, he gets the pizza and was he, he tries to was show he invited? up. Was he invited to your house or your apartment? No, it was it wasn't invited, but he was working. I, mean, I have a He's lot delivering. I have doorman and stuff, so he can't get it. Do you like pizza? I love pizza. Okay. okay. Well, what good. was greasier, John or the pizza? <laughs> I didn't see either of them. <laughs> oh, you didn't even want him in. No, no, no. 
Oh, that's even that funnier. Smart. <laughs> <laughs> and he's still asking you out and telling you and telling you how to live your life. Don't go on that guy's show. What a jerk. Yeah. Did he threaten you? He, he just really didn't want me to come um, on here, but I could see why. You guys don't like John. I mean, I, th- I actually think you guys do like John. I do. He is, he is fun to talk about, yep. and he is hilarious. So, John, if you're listening, which I think you might be, you should just try not to hate these guys so much because Alisa. they're not coming at you in a mean way, I don't think. It doesn't sound mean-spirited <laughs> to me. It seems like a spirit of fun, unless I'm reading yes. it wrong. I don't know. No, no, you, you, you're reading it correctly. I've even said on the show that even though John has threatened to break my legs and sue me multiple times, I still like the guy and I really yeah. enjoy the content that he gives me. I really appreciate he's great. that. He's, I like it when he's drunk. I wish he would come on Kermit and Friends really drunk. He'd be amazing, <laughs> but he just, you know, is very mad at me and I'm sure he's more mad right now. But uh, if, he, if he is listening, John, I, I like you. I really do. I like you. I, I think you're so funny and uh, just your reactions to things are funny and that's you. So, you know, he's who he is. He doesn't try to hide it. <laughs> no, he wouldn't know how to. Yeah, he doesn't try to hide it. All right, Kermit and Friends is the show. Where can people find that? So I ha- I just got monetized two days ago. I'm Congratulations. Very uh, thank you. Uh, on YouTube, and it's under, I have three channels, but the main channel that I have is just Alisa Jordana. So it's youtube.com slash Alisa Jordana, and we're live on Sundays at 11 a.m. PST. And you can, like, if you're listening now, you want to be a part of this, you can actually be on the show I, I put out the link for people just to come on. If you want to ask me questions or be a part of it in any way, I, I would love that. I love uh, meeting new people on there and getting other people involved. Yeah, that is awesome. You do have a lot of different people in and out of that show. It moves fast. There's a lot going on. So that's cool. People yeah, thank get, you. Get thank on you so Kermit much. and Friends with uh, Elisa Giordana. Well, thank you very much for coming on, Elisa. Don't be a stranger. I won't. I won't. I'm in your Discord now. So yes. uh, I like it. All right, like a good awesome. place to be in. And can I invite people to my Discord too? How of do course. I do that? Um, I don't know. You post, post the invite link in the chat. Okay. Okay. All right. So people join my Discord too. And uh, thanks so much for having me, you guys. All right. Thanks Thank for you. coming on. It's our pleasure, Elisa. Thank you. The great Elisa Giordana. Well, that's fun. <laughs> She's very nice. She was very nice. Um, so there's this guy named Adam Thoreau. And what this guy does is he is a content machine. He's constantly sending me cringe of the weeks. And now he's sending me song parodies. PJ, look out because I know this is turning into a music episode, but stay in your lane. Turning into, bear with me here. (laughs) This is a masterpiece. This is about when we were doing the banana docs show, we were watching Maddox (laughs) on Twitch. Yes. This is about that. (laughs) Well, I have it on good authority that Maddox likes to pee on people in the shower. Not out, not out of sexual, not as a sexual fantasy. He just likes to do it because it's hilarious. Wah! Georgie had a website and a book deal. He also had a bunch of fans and friends. Then he tried to sue a stereos dick in Patreon. And we watched as Maddox's career came to an end. Now he's getting drunk on Twitch, sometimes for groups of ten. Banana Docs blows. Ah. 
Banana Ducks Blows. Ox Mad is a bore. I don't want to watch anymore. Banana Ducks Blows, the backup vocals, really, is what. <laughs> this is Christmas morning for Carl. That's what sold me out of that was great. <laughs> Of course, uh, Bananas and Blow is what that's based on by the uh, the band known as Ween. You might have heard me talk about them a time or two. Too many times. Uh, PJ, it's time <laughs> yeah. for... Cringe of the Week. Cringe of the Week. And this is where we play a clip from a podcast that somebody heard while they were listening to the podcast during the week that is cringy. This is a show called Cool Kids Podcast. I haven't even listened to this clip yet. I just trust Adam Thoreau. He sent it to me. I trust him. Apparently, there's like a bunch of 10-year-old kids who are talking about the Derek Chauvin trial. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't check this out. That sounds hilarious. Yeah, I'm what, cringing already. I think so. so here we go. Or Derek Chauvin was announced and he is guilty. And I guess the thoughts I have about it is I'm very relieved because before... Especially um, in the minutes leading up to it, I was very tense. Um, my name's Tate. I'm 11 years old. And with the trial, well, it was exciting. Hello, my name is Ames. And how I feel about the trial is I'm very happy. And I think he got what he deserved. <laughs> my name's Simrad. I'm 10 years old. I go to Webster Elementary. We talked about this in class yesterday and today, and it's making some of my friends stressed, like getting stressed out. I was pretty happy that, um, like personally, I was glad that he was guilty because, yeah. Oh my God. I'm feeling <laughs> um, very relieved too. I'm feel yeah, I'm feeling that. I I don't really feel anything. I'm just. Like, I'm kind of just like cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan Bemros in our chat here. That is child abuse. I 100% agree with you on that. Why are we, why are children talking about this case? When I was 10, I was not thinking at all about anything even close to that. I was like swinging lightsabers around and shit. Right. Why? Why are they talking about the Derek Chauvin trial? Oh my, it's that's depressing. Like 9-11 happened, I'm like, all right, well, can I still play video games? <laughs> I could see PJ not giving a fuck about 9-11. <laughs> I, was, I was like six, so yeah. Yeah, I could see it being like, ah, special effects aren't great on that. Yeah, yeah. is it a video game? <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to play it. <laughs> so this Stuttering John lawsuit thing, I'm, we're going to talk about this a lot today. I can't help it. Fine. All right. Of course. Revenge of the Sis. My buddies Mersh and Royce over there started talking about the Stuttering John stuff. Uh, Rick Roy says Stuttering John is actually suing. Who are these podcasts? Is that true? He is suing Carl. Like he legitimately. It's not one of those like fake. Carl said that he is getting. He's been served. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. For what? Nothing Carl's done is illegal. He's allowed to comment on Stuttering John shit. Yeah, but I mean, that's what John's been going on like a fucking. Uh, John's been, uh, as Chris D'Elia says, he's been getting real litigious. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, he's uh, he's been going after everybody. He's uh, he's Saul Rosenberg now. Sue everyone, sue everybody. Suing them for what though? For because he was very very hurt. Claiming defamation. Yes, he was. It was very defamation hurtful. never flies. I know. 
John's just going to waste money is what's going to happen. <laughs> yes, I agree, Mersh. John wait. is can't wait to waste his money on this. Did he actually serve you? Or are you officially being sued? I have not received the paperwork yet. And as uh-huh. I talked to, as I said to Vince, typically, if you're going to sue someone, you just do it. You don't like ramp up to it. You're not like, yeah. oh, I'm going to start printing up this paperwork. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Watch yeah. out. No one believes you, John, because uh, like a year ago, or maybe it was even two years ago at this point, you're like, oh, there's papers in the mail. Yes. They've been mailed. And then no- nothing ever happened. I mean, I believe him that he knows where I live. That part I believe. But the rest of it. Um, all right. So <laughs> Merce tries to help out John here. Defamation and slander never flies. And by the way, unlike John, Carl has money. Sirius XM has money. <laughs> like, who are you going to sue? You're going to run out of money first, dummy. <laughs> yes, correct. I am not concerned about what this will cost me. I, I plan on counter suing for whatever I, it costs me, this silly lawsuit. But... Uh, Which you'll never see any of. So, So in the chat on ROTC... People are saying, well, you know, Carl said that he's a drunk who can't hold a job. And uh, they thought this was pretty funny. Somebody says for Carl saying he was a drunk who couldn't hold a job. But he is a drunk who can't hold a job. Yeah, I mean, in my <laughs> opinion, see, see, this is the best way. This is how you do this. In my opinion, Stuttering John is a drunk who I do not believe personally can hold a job. Yeah, you could say that. Or Why aren't you, you allowed say, to say that? Or you just say, John's a drunk who can't hold a job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, allegedly. That's not even some. It would be one thing if you were like, yeah, that guy's a pedophile or something, and you go, whoa, dude, you can't just go saying that about people. You're going to get her, you know what I mean? Calling somebody a, a loser and a drunk is not. That's not even defamation. Isn't that all he used to do and does? <laughs> Like stuttering John does that to people all the time. Mm-hmm. The things that he's called that he's called Donald Trump are slanderous and defamation, way more than anything that's ever been said about him. Not only that, but the things he said about Howard Stern, and then forget about that because obviously, if you want to hate Howard Stern, I certainly don't blame you. He's turned into a cunt, but um, he he's gone after every person that works for Stern, like just people that are still there. You know what I mean? Like, whether you like Stern or not, whatever, but are you, are you going to really hate, like, the other people on the show? Like, are you really going to hate Fred from the Howard Stern show for just keeping his gig? <laughs> like, these people have families to support and shit. And this is a good point, and this is the thing that we always forget about, is that Stuttering John goes after everyone all the time. <laughs> Like just that's guys what his whole like, show is. That's what his whole show is. Just, just guys like like Fred Norris who's like, it's fucking Fred. You're like, it's, it's just Fred. What do you mean? What are you talking about? What are you yeah, talking about? Fred, him for? Trump, people in the chat, everyone. <laughs> it's, very, it's very angry. Like, it's, for people listening, they tune in. They're like, oh, he's interviewing some senator. And then they zone out. And then he starts interviewing or he just starts going off about chat. And then he's like, yeah, that's when everyone's donating, I think. right? Yes. That's when his show gets exciting. When he's all worked up about the trolls and the twidiots. All right, last last clip. Last clip that I want to play because this was brought to my attention by Vince. I didn't realize that when there's a civil suit, it starts off with discovery where we get to find out all of his financial records. We get to Uh, see. Oh, dude. I don't know if you, you heard the show I put out this week, but Vince explained to me that when there's a defamation suit, the first thing is discovery where we go in and we see how much income he has credit card statements, you name it, because he has to prove that there's damages. 
So in order to prove there's damages, what, what what's going on? What do you got? Where, where's right, the start, income? We need to start slandering John even more. He sues so we get this information. Thank you. You know what, John? I think he's a. Oh, wait, I... <laughs> <laughs> you said I think. I, I think that works out well. I don't think that John diddles children. I would never say something like that. He's pretty lazy. <laughs> so. Uh, anyway, this and is. I uh, didn't hear that episode because I was too busy listening to Matt fucking Farley all week. That was your idea. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, but it was still. Don't fair, blame me, okay? Enough. I blame way, you this for. Is, this is my know. six day podcasting in a row. Just so you guys know, I'm on fumes right now. <laughs> uh, all right, this is um, the last thing from uh, Revenge of the Sis. He's going after Carl, and Carl's just been laughing about it. He's like, "All right, but then we're going to Discovery, and I'm gonna fuck." He's gonna. He's like, it, basically, if they go to Discovery, Carl's gonna sling so much mud at John and call witnesses. Like John's basically playing the worst chess game ever because this is gonna end with John's business and dirty laundry being aired out, and none of Carl's. <laughs> so it's really not smart. Very not. Not smart. <laughs> <laughs> it's very not smart. Playing the worst chess game. He can like barely color inside the lines. You think he's even <laughs> thinking about chess? I know. Oh my god. So anyway, I appreciate that, Mersh and Royce. Thanks for uh, the kind words. And I love that all of us are experts on on the law now. I still have not talked to an. I mean, I talked to Vince, but I haven't talked to an attorney about this. I just I'm not taking this as seriously as I probably should. Oh, I don't think you need to worry about it. Didn't, didn't he also threaten to f- sue a uh, bunch of the cis guys a long time ago too? Oh yeah. Well, wait, it was like a fake cease and desist, right? I don't, I don't remember. Oh, exactly oh it yeah. It was on Twitter. <laughs> oh, did, did he right. send him a cease and desist that wasn't real? I think so. And then they goofed out for it. Allegedly. <laughs> Maybe possibly it's in my opinion. He I did. may have dreamt it. <laughs> I think it came in a Twitter DM, right? That's, that's right. Yes. That's right. It was DM'd. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> he wants to scare people off. It's so obvious. Like, we all know what your move is. You're not doing anything. You're trying to scare people away. I, I guess it's working because we're talking about him. I, uh, that's got to be what it is, right? He just wants people to talk about him. There's no way he's actually going to see you because he has no money. Like, he's well, begging people for $2 in chat so he has enough to buy his next case of Coors Light. Well, I mean, you never know. Someone could bankroll him. I don't know, good as gold or someone might want to like pony up the money to get this thing rolling. You never know. Someone's already, you think he can find someone else to bankroll him after that serious XM lawsuit? Someone bankrolled that, I'm assuming. I think that the attorney took that one pro bono for some reason, but he's not going to just start suing everyone without getting paid. That's why he kept saying, I got to pay him a retainer this time. Please just gotcha. get out of my office. I'll represent you. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, can you please put your socks on? <laughs> As there's like just cockroaches like dropping out of his pocket. Like, we don't want an infestation here, John. Get out. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. We're having too much fun. Let's switch gears real quick. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me. Because that's absurd. So, our friend Patrick Michael, Patty Broken Skull, Patty Seacups, is doing a new show called Weird Life with his <laughs> BFF, Trey Peacock. 
do you know who Trey Peacock is? Because I had never heard of him. I didn't know if I was like behind on the lore or if it was a new guy. I do know who he is. He's doing all the shows now with Patty. So he is also a failed open micer who was on Kill Tony. That's how these two guys connected. And <laughs> I got to say, this is what I said to Doug when we were talking about this show on Friday. I'm pretty sure Trey Peacock is functionally retarded. I think I think so. He did mention at one point that, oh, he's got people looking after him because uh, they're worried about him. That he's going to, like, I don't know, overdose on drugs again. Uh, it sounds like he's someone who's overdosed at least once based on his voice. Yeah, I think that both him and Patty no longer drink. I think that uh, alcohol didn't mix well with either of them, if I'm not mistaken. No surprise there. I mean, they're both retards, so. So you checked out episode two, right? Yeah, that's right. I, I have to not two listened to this episode because I pulled clips from other episodes for the show that we did for the bonus show that we did, but I purposely avoided this one. So there wouldn't be any repetitive clips being played. Gotcha. Uh, where do you uh, want to start? So my clip 31, like I just thought that this part of the anchor read was really funny. We've listened to his anchor reads before so sure. many times, but I thought this was like special. You can also make money from your podcast right from the beginning with no minimum listenership. That means 10 listeners, three listeners, doesn't matter. You get money. <laughs> Isn't 10 and three the same? <laughs> He's like, if you're a big shot like me with 10 listeners, or if you're a little guy with only three, they both round to zero. I never heard that before. That's fucking hilarious. You can have to read any number of like listeners. You... Three, six, any number of listeners. Sky's the limit. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> and i've done the math on this if you have 10 listeners and you put out a show even every day you will not even make a dollar you will not even make a dollar with that i don't understand why that's the selling point and that's fine <laughs> that's fine who's i guess people are just trying to get a podcast for money but who when they start a podcast is like i can make money with no listeners like <laughs> How much money do they think they're going to make? It doesn't even make sense. It's so stupid. (laughs) I guess it's aimed at people like Seamus that are complete retards. So they're like, oh, money for just recording myself talking about failing swimming class. This sounds awesome. PJ, I literally did a show where I pissed in a toilet and I made $80. That's (laughs) that's the anchor model. You can piss in a toilet and make $80 in a month's time. Well, they're owned by Spotify now. I mean, Matt Farley proved you can just sing about poop and you can make $65,000. Yeah. You know what he didn't know is that you could just pee. You don't have to to sing about it. You could just pee and make money. Uh, So do you remember, uh, this is like two years ago, I think at this point, the nine minute podcast when he did his intros, he just did non sequiturs for, I don't know, like five minutes. Wait a second. Are you Uh, talking about this show? Yeah, I remember that show. <laughs> yeah, so, well, he's bringing it back, but this time he's got his sidekick with him. Yeah, I know. Uh, this number 32. 32. Broken skull and Broken peacock skull present. Weird light. Weird light. Weird light. Made giraffes obsolete. Well, baby arm wrestling champions. I'm sorry, man. I suck sometimes. Russian roulette game, too. I'm going to do that one again. <laughs> that didn't taste good. Bro, the boss are already taking over, man. I wear denim underwear. 
Hey, let me write this down. A sock is never trash. Sometimes I put off shaving my pubes for a while. Relatives always make weird situations more awkward. I like to beat around the bush. I just found out I can't party anymore. I've been buying cigarettes with my birth certificate. And now your hosts. Trey Peacock, Trey Peacock, and Patty Broken Sheep don't swim. I'm trying to get the shit that matters. I used to think my metabolism was shit. As long as it's frozen. The Random Sentence Show, everybody. Check it out. If you want to hear random sentences said by nobodies, check out The Random Sentence Show. So I think they're trying to make it seem like, oh, these are hilarious things we said in the episode, but I didn't go back and listen to episode one before this. This was episode two. Yeah. Uh, I really doubt they said any of those things, and they probably just recorded themselves like, let's say things that we think will be funny and make people want to listen. He's like, I have denim underwear. My grandfather sleeps standing up. <laughs> He's always got hilarious one-liners, this guy. Yeah. Oof. Uh, uh, and- by the way, I listened to Nine Minute Podcast. They did an improv version that was the most cringy thing you've ever heard in your life. They were talking about spitting on each other's cocks. It got very homoerotic for some reason. Uh, we covered it. We covered it uh, pretty well in the bonus episode. I don't want to keep promoting Patreon, but uh, you can find it there. All right. What else you got here? I, I couldn't even find the nine minute podcast. I tried to find it. I don't, what's it actually called now? It's called nine minute podcast, but I can't remember if the nine is spelled out or if it's the number. It, fortunately it was saved in my browser history. So I was able to find mm. it, but you cannot, honestly, you cannot find these shows. I would mention on the bonus show that they promote this show's YouTube channel. And I'm like, it doesn't exist. I looked all over for it. And then someone sent me a link. I'm like, holy shit, this does exist. And I could not find it. And I'm good at the internet and I could not find it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I, I've always been able to find his shows. I mean, I found this one just randomly, but I just could not find the correct nine minute podcast feed. Everything was from like a year ago. So right. I gave up. Yeah. Uh, that's a good, good thing number 33. I just have it labeled as his hilarious intro. What's up, everybody? Welcome again to Weird Life. As always, I'm Patty Broken Skull, and with me... Trey Peacock, yo, what's up? <laughs> That's right. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Trey Peacock, yo. <laughs> I hope, I hope that this guy is the Andy Kaufman of this generation, and that this is all just a, a gag, and he's going to come on and be like, I'm not really an idiot who thinks that I'm going to team up with Patrick Michael and be successful. I hope that two or three it, years from now we find out that this was all just a ruse. So I don't know how much you pay attention to like lol cows in general, but every person who gets made fun of on the internet, they always get to that point where people are like, are they serious? Are they joking? That's why I've been confused by that Matt Farley guy so long because right. like, it's just, it's so dog shit that you're like, there's no way he's serious. But then he says stuff like he calls himself brilliant and like plays a serious song. You're like, wait, maybe he's kind of serious. I don't know. I feel like we're not doing what we're supposed to do, which is find out once and for all who are these podcasts. I, I feel like we're, we're failing at that this week, PJ. We're confused. We're too confused about it. Yeah. I mean, I, I want to find out, but it's a bit more open-ended this week. I guess so. Uh, so I don't know if he knows, but Patrick Michael, man, he really misses DMX number 34. I distinctly remember being allowed to listen to music in jewelry class. Jewelry class? The fuck? <laughs> cl- like, what kind of school did he go to? You're like, what the fuck is jewelry class? Like, you think, oh, it's probably like an art class. Like, he probably was just like took it to fuck around. Uh, not him, number 35. 
And this yeah. was the only class that I've ever taken that I came into, and one of my closest friend's brothers was in this class. But check this out. He was only in the class for like a week, and then he was gone. And then the other kid that was in the class that sat at my table, he sat at somebody else's table or left too. Either way, I sat by myself this whole time in this jewelry class. What the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what is... Oh, I, I'm fucking going full on Cobra Commander with this fucking story that he's telling. So to summarize so far, he listened to, he loves DMX because he got to listen to him in his uh, art class and he got to focus on his jewelry. He wasn't distracted by any of his friends. So he probably did pretty good in jewelry class, right? Number 36. Jewelry class? What the fuck? <laughs> so the whole time I'm making these wax pendants, rings, and getting them cast, I'm by myself. I failed the class dramatically. <laughs> <laughs> he failed jewelry class. Come on. Come on. This guy failed typing. He failed swimming. And now he's failed jewelry class. This guy is a failure. Allegedly. Each class, he took it twice. Right. Could you imagine? Have you ever heard of anything as specific as jewelry class? No. Like, I don't think it exists. I don't think that was a real class. I think they're trying to find something for him to do. I think he was a special, special needs ed class. Yes. <laughs> it has they're to like, be. Uh, they're like, oh, try to like, uh, try to just color this thing. And he's like melting the crayons. Like I'm making wax pendants in jewelry class. He was shoving the crayons up his nose. They're like, all right, we got to give you an F for this, Patty. <laughs> oh, man. So let's have a quick moment of silence for DMX. Clip 37. We'll have a moment of silence for DMX, but we'll also play some DMX during the silence of us. All right? Here. No way! <laughs> We're going to play music during the silence! Is that... <laughs> this is the greatest hits of, of Fatty Broken Skull right here. This is amazing. You don't get dumber oh, than man. that. You can't get dumber than that. <laughs> He's such a fucking. I heard that and I'm like, wait, what? And then it's just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite. We're going to be as loud as possible during this moment of silence. Holy shit. Okay. And I don't know what happened in the other episodes, but uh, he kept doing this thing where he just did not let his co host speak at all. Like, he knows Trey, Pe Trey Peacock sucks. Yeah. He, I don't want to hear him talk. Like, he just gets in the way. And Patrick Michael knows this, but he finally gives him a chance to speak at clip 38. Lyricist. Exactly. He, he was one of those guys who well, was a genius Have you seen his movies? And it's just, what was that? Have you seen his movies? The stuff that yeah. he did with like, oh man, even as an actor. It's smart on him, but he just shouldn't do a podcast with him. You know who he should do a podcast with? Me, which I had set up and then he canceled on me the morning of. So fuck oh, him. Scoring lover. That's why yeah. you're doing this. I see what's going on now. Yeah, he, he picked Trey Peacock over me. Can you believe it? Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck Trey Peacock. What's he got that I don't have? I'm pretty. Well, so uh, I, I was, so remember when everyone was trolling Patrick Michael? <laughs> yeah, you mean like the entire time we've known about him? Yes, well, I do remember there that. There was a specific time where it all like came to a head and like yeah. he like freaked out and yeah, yeah, yeah. like he just assumed everyone was trolling him. So I just messaged him because uh, Doug did this retarded idea where he's like, I'll have a network and post episodes on my Patreon. So Doug told me he'd pay me to do a show. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to use this to my advantage. I messaged Patrick Michael on his DU party email. I'm like, Hey, uh, I have this opportunity to get paid to do a podcast. Would you be interested? Cause he currently is doing episodes for anchor to get like a fraction of a penny. Sure. I'm like, yeah, you might get 20 bucks out of this. Let's do that. 
So I had a whole thing set up. It was going to be called uh, Fuck Me or Fight Me. And I was just going to name people and be like, would you fuck or fight this person? I'd name like Lindsay Lohan. And he'd go, oh, yeah, obviously I'd fuck her. And then I'd be like, you mean the girl from Parent Trap? What? But oh. no, it didn't come to a head and he canceled that on me. That was your me. grand then, scheme, PJ? <laughs> <laughs> you know that she used to be underage, right? Well, that yeah, was, everyone I mean, that used just, to be underage. <laughs> that was just one example of okay. a show. What? Well, I was going to, okay, well, that was a specific thing. <laughs> it it would have made more sense had I done the thing, but he didn't Fair give enough. me a chance because Trey Peacock is a scumbag. Uh, <laughs> right. And I, then also we had a thing set up to do a diss track on Brandon from Shitty Song of the Week after uh, he did that thing with Patrick Michael where he tricked him into yeah, yeah, listening yeah. to his own music on his show. <laughs> right. And and then he blew me off on that too. He just He's like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. So I set stuff up, sent it over. I'm like, hey, you still want to do this? And then... That was the last time I ever talked to him. So fuck Patrick Michael. I'm starting to think Patrick Michael's a flake. It it started. So I actually wanted to do a legitimate show with him. Like it wasn't just going to be like tricking him. Like that's the same type of stuff I do to my friends on my show is like set them up to call them pedophiles. Right. Um, But yeah, he just flaked on me and I think it would have actually been a good show. So I'll tell you something. I think one of the reasons that you went wrong is when he posts these episodes with Trey Peacock, he always puts in the description what time they recorded. It's always like midnight or 2 a.m. You got to go on Patrick Michael time. That guy records at nighttime. 4 yeah, I, mean, is when I, you I would have recorded up. whenever he told me he okay. was willing to record, but he just blew me off. All right. I mean, the only time you can't record with him is noon. Noon? <laughs> noon? Get the fuck out, bro. Get the fuck out of here with noon. All right. I mean, pick a reasonable time. Like his kids are wide awake and they're like fighting with each other. He can only ignore them so much. He can't ignore them and be recording a podcast. Oh, wait. In your opinion, he's ignoring his children. All right. What else you got out here? Uh, so back to the DMX thing. This whole thing has been building up to my clip 39. All right. Find out the hard way. Uh, you don't know. Find out the hard way. Oh, oh. Yeah. Ooh, he's getting pumped up. <laughs> <laughs> That's embarrassing. <laughs> and uh, I, I don't know if you listened to DMX. I wasn't a fan, but you know what a dead guy needs? A shout out, number 40. Of course, shout out to DMX. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, it's just, just a little too late there. Thanks. <laughs> and I only have one more. I only have one more clip from the show, but okay. uh, f- clip 41 I just have listed as worthless co-host. Um, Saturday, I did my first escape room. I've never done one of these things before. It, oh yeah, yeah. It wasn't as a, like a like a horror film escape room. No. Um, it was all based around the scenes. Like a puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> Dynamite drop in. <laughs> what the fuck are they talking about? Horror film escape room? Yeah. 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 No. They did a uh, escape room, and that was that was. Oh, I, I actually Puzzle. have one more clip. I think forty-two. Yes. I, right. I don't know what that is. All right, let's see what this is. Today's episode of the Weird Life. Nope. Today's episode of Weird Life is brought to you by <laughs> Manscaped. No, it's not. Today's episode of Manscaped is brought to you by the Weird, Weird Life Podcast. You're right. Is he listening to Who Are These Podcasts? Because he says he doesn't listen to Who Are These Podcasts. I mean, you would think that he does because he's an egomaniac who (laughs) is psychotic. I got to tell you, PJ, and 
if he doesn't listen, he's a better man than me. If there was a show that dedicated their show to goofing on me, I'd listen to every second of it twice. I, I don't know how you avoid something like that. Yeah. I mean, the obvious thing to do is like, if someone's berating you like this, you listen and you listen until you just hate yourself. And then either you give up or you kill yourself. <laughs> is that the way it's supposed to go down? <laughs> That's what would happen if it was happening to me. If it was just constantly shitting on me, I'd be like, I either need to stop podcasting or kill myself, but I'm making so much money on anchor. I can't just stop. Right. Get better. <laughs> that, that was going to be my point. You could actually learn from the cr- criticism, get better. All right. I, got I, to, I don't um, know if you know this, but Patrick Michael failed drooling class. He's not great at learning. Failed dramatically. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, all right. I got to get Dr. Steve on. He's Carl's deviated septum. Really? <laughs> Come on. Is that true? Uh-oh. Dr. Steve, is that you? That's me. <laughs> yeah. Well played, my friend. Well played. <laughs> Dr. Steve, welcome to the WATP. So happy to have you here, my friend. Thanks, man. I figured I'd better um, just volunteer to come on before you guys turn the eye of Sauron in my direction. Smart. So. Get out in front of it. That's a good idea. Yeah, really. Well, you know, the a couple of weeks ago, you were talking, you and Crows were talking, and you were yelling about this person um who was doing research while they were on the air yes and you're like why don't you why don't you edit that out they don't even listen to their own show and it's like oh fuck i do that on every show so it's like you know um my show sucks and uh, <laughs> i figured i better yeah like you said get in front of it anyway it's great to be here and um yeah the carl's deviated septum that was um uh, that was the only way i could get a uh, review read by vic okay very good wow <laughs> I've yeah. seen Carl's deviated septum uh, roaming around. I didn't realize that that was you. That's really funny. <laughs> oh, so Dr. Steve yeah. is from the Weird Medicine Show on Sirius XM. It's also a podcast. And uh, Dr. Steve is someone who has been on Opie and Anthony many, many times, giving out expert medical advice. And so what I thought we would do is review another medical show. <laughs> and I found the show called This Won't Hurt a Bit. I made PJ oh. listen to uh, it. <laughs> that, that's, uh, fuck you. It was only 29 minutes, but it was pain. It was really painful. I, I fell asleep listening to it, and then I woke up, and I had to start, like, I fell asleep, I think, five minutes in, but I didn't know when I stopped, so I re-listened to the whole thing. So this uh. is a show with three MDs. I mean, these are practicing physicians but when you listen to it, you wouldn't even know that they're adults. Where do you want to begin here, Dr. Steve? Well, that's that's my first um, uh, cut is number one. I just tagged it. These are grown adults. We're going to talk about something equally important. And mysterious. I would, I would say more important. Yeah. In many ways. And that is... Farting. <laughs> <laughs> Mel, you just... You stole the wind right out of me. Ah. <laughs> You're full of it. That's great. This absolutely stinks. <laughs> well, this farting. show's just going to breeze by. <laughs> We're also going to talk about burping and hiccups. Oh, we really are talking about farting. Yeah. Okay. So, oh boy. who is oh. this show for? I love so, watching you shake your head at those jokes. Yeah. <laughs> that could have been hilarious if they just played some shitty piano while they were saying fart. Right. Yes. As we've learned from our friend Matt Farley. Yes. It's like they're so 
concerned about being hilarious. I mean, the, the subject matter itself is funny enough. That was the thing that we realized. I'm not a funny person, but the topic, you know, subject matter can be funny. Uh, that they just say the most ridiculous things. Play number two, and this is just complete horseshit. <laughs> I'd rather have a paper cut than a hiccup. I'd rather be poked in the eye with a sharp object. What if someone said, Dave, I'm going to take this piece of paper, I'm going to mm-hmm. cut you mm-hmm. right now. Or? Or you could have the hiccups for five minutes. Cut me. <laughs> just do it. Just get it over real quick. <laughs> but it's not going to be quick. I'm going to give you a really slow, slow. Okay. Oh. Paper cut. Uh-oh. Whatever. Who cares how long or slow it is? Yeah, but what if the paper was mead? Like what? Whatever. What are we talking about? Well, it's a it's a lie anyway. Anyone would take five minutes of hiccups over a paper cut. Anyway, I mean, it's just it's just saying stupid things. Yeah, and I I honestly don't understand. I did pick out this specific episode because I listened to it first couple seconds. I went, oh, this is ridiculous. Yeah. And it was on, I found this on a, a web page. It was like the top medical shows you got to listen to. And uh. a lot of the shows were, and I think you tried to look for some shows too, Dr. Steve, but a lot of the shows were for like pre-med or, you know, students yeah. and people who are like, you know, you're going through this. This is going to help you get through it. I'm like, well, that's not going to be fun. No. And you'll notice my show wasn't on any of those lists. No, which is... I did notice that. How did you mention it? What's that all about? <laughs> no, that's fine. I'm trying to, I try to keep my head down. I have my own audience and uh, that way I can say what I want to say. Smart. Um, they continue to try to be hilarious. Check out uh, cut number three. This Oh, this impression is amazing. Okay, so what is a hiccup? It's some sort of, ner- uh, not nervous, um, some sort of like reflex you can't stop, huh? Like some sort of spasm yeah. in your gut. Yeah, that's a really good description. That's what it feels like. Right. So you get this sudden like inspiration, right? Not like you're inspired, but oh. like you're breathing. No, no, like, like sometimes <laughs> when you're sitting there and like your bicep starts jiggling. And you can't stop it. And then you tell people like, hey, look, 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 look. I'm yeah. not doing anything. And it's like. I like to do it with my pectorals. Check this out. It's happening totally by itself. Look at them. Chicks love that. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, to music. Okay. Anyway. What the fuck? Are you playing a soundboard over there, Dr. Steve? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, where did that come from? <laughs> That's amazing. I I like how they felt like they needed to define what a hiccup was. Like right. people in the audience were like, what's that? I've never heard of a hiccup. Oh, yeah. it gets worse because then they have to demonstrate what a hiccup is. Oh, God, why? And that's what? actually number four. And then listen, you know how, I don't, I don't know if you've ever tripped or anything, but I, I know certainly I haven't. But when they try what's to, on a, in a video or on a movie, they try to simulate what uh you know what tr- uh, an acid trip would be like and you know it's just bs or, or dream states never look like any dreams we've ever had at the end of this when they do their their um their impression of a hiccup i added some audio to make it very clear how that actually sounds inside my head and it's exactly the way it sounds in my head that's okay. number four <laughs> okay so it's sort of like that but it's um, it's in a whole different set of nerves, and it causes this reflex arc where you have this sudden breathing inward, and then your glottis, you know, where the air yeah. comes in and out, that closes, and that makes the, the sound. Yeah. Hiccup. 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 Hicc
Thank you for okay. trying to make this somewhat listenable, <laughs> Doctor Stevens. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible, but I knew that wouldn't that wouldn't go over. But I do I do have another musical one that I okay. think will go over, and that's number eight. Okay, we, we, I think we, you'll enjoy. We have it. a lot of music going on the show today. A lot. Yeah. Um, is, is there a medical term for burping? There is, and it's not belching. It's called. Purpose, eructation, oh. or diaphragmus. Eructation. What is it? Eructation. Eructation. E r u c t a t i o n. Eructation. Was that another moment of silence for DMX? <laughs> <laughs> I, thank that you was... for bleeping out the Edwards for me on that one, Dodger <laughs> You're welcome. welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, this, is a, this is a different age. Yeah, yeah so... a little uh, callback to the days of days of old. So this is again. We talked about this going back many years now. I did a show with Croge called Wow in the World, and it was a kid's show, but they would talk about these advanced concepts of science mixed in with, like, children nonsense. And that's what this show, I don't understand who this is for. It doesn't make any sense yeah. to me. Yeah, they reference Willy Wonka, like, three times yes. in this episode. Yeah, and they don't know what they're talking about, too. I just want no, to point and out. Then they, <laughs> and they F it up, and then they have to correct themselves. Yeah. And uh, actually, uh, since I mentioned that's number 12, this is just, it's just awful. And that gas has to go out, because if it doesn't, you're going to explode, or you're going to float away like Veruca Salt. <laughs> so it has to come out. I, Veruca <laughs> Salt did not float away. They she turned into her. a blueberry, and they, they rolled, rolled her, her out. Away. She didn't float? Oh, who yeah. floated away? Charlie, they, Charlie and, and, and his grandpa. grandfather. Yeah. Oh, and they had, wow. to burp. they had to burp to come back down. There you go. After the fizzy water. In the 1971 film Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, Veruca Salt does not blow up into a giant blueberry. That happens to Violet Beauregard. Veruca Salt ends up falling through a chute in the egg sorting room. <sighs> Veruca Salt was the bad egg! That's why the woman's <laughs> name was Violet! That was the joke! <laughs> oh my god. I get very, I get very irritated at these uh, people who don't know the intricacies of the great <laughs> 1971 classic, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> or no, it was Willy Wonka and the Ch Chocolate Factory because they changed it from the book title. Um, yeah, none of that was necessary to be in the show. None of that. No. They could have just taken all of that out. Well, with all of the fake laughing and stuff, the episode would have literally been about four minutes long. Yeah, you think they could have done, done a few fewer uh, fart jokes and just moved it well, along? Listen, I mean, who doesn't think farts are hilarious? But, I mean, it just... I, dude, I don't know. I mean, I've done my share of fart stories on my show. But, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, just um, it, it's you know, it, it it can be a hilarious topic. It's just the fake laughing. I did uh, a, just a really shitty supercut of the fake laughing just in the first eight minutes of the show and number thirteen. <laughs> oh, look at this, Doctor Steve pulling together supercuts for us. This is amazing. <laughs> This is not a guy with a lot of free time, by the way. This is yeah, uh, that's why this is shitty. But. For future co-hosts, I just I don't want to hear any excuses. You're full of it. <laughs> <laughs> just do it. 
Okay. <laughs> Wait, they're <laughs> for the Greek. Horrible. Oh. I think some you can't say that in the uh. show, though. But, but that's is. what it is. <laughs> so but I, they go I away. Can... <laughs> mm. And it forgets that it's part of this reflex. Okay. So you know, would you? <laughs> I'm gonna go do this bend I'll over have water some technique. Ginger tea. <laughs> Just saying. Farts. I, oh, can sorry. we get to the fart? Sorry. Like a... <laughs> yes. It's particularly after cabbage. Oh, come on. It's got to be more than that, right? That's my experience. Yeah. I'm just saying. You don't need to be a funny show. It's a medical show. You're not you don't have to yeah. be an entertainer. You're a doctor. Untapped market. Obviously, Carl. <laughs> you think? You yeah. need a funny comedy show. Apparently. I mean, a funny medical show. Yeah. <laughs> it's the giggling with physicians show coming up this week. <laughs> Did they say a single amusing thing the whole time? Yeah, they said rocked him. Oh. It nearly killed him. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I dying? <laughs> I have. Yeah, they said one funny joke. I think they made this up too. Um, let me see. Uh, number ten. Okay. And think of fartiness in carrots. No, I don't either. Yeah. Beans for sure. Yes. Milk, right. of course. Right. The magical fruit. The more you eat, the more you too. Oh my god! I'm glad you pulled that clip. That pissed oh. me off so bad because they were talking oh. about beans. I'm like, don't even fuck no, no, and then they did it. Yep, they did yep. the fucking Just bean song went straight for the obvious. Oof! Ah, I don't think they made that one up. Uh. I think I've heard that one before, Doctor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. That's anyway. that's literally something that my grandma would say, and you'd be like, Grandma, you're off the podcast. And I pulled 13 clips. I'm already physically ill, so we don't have to do any more unless you okay. guys. That, that's fine. So we don't have to listen to any more of these. The other thing that you did uh, this past week is you were busy on cameo, and I want to thank you, Doctor Steve, because we had Shuli on here doing his high pitch impression. Yes. But Dr. Steve got the real thing for us. This is the real high pitch, Eric. Hey, Carl Casey's wet t shirt got me hot. W A T P, W A T P, W A T P. Waka, waka. <laughs> Very nice. Now, that was 12 seconds long. Did you get your money's worth from that, Dr. Steve? I did. I edited out some stupid stuff. Oh, okay. Because you also sent me the Bobo one. Now, Bobo from the Howard Stern show is this low functioning adult who's retired. He used to be a driving instructor and he's a moron. And the video was eight minutes long. I couldn't even pull anything <laughs> out of it. Cause it's just all rambling nonsense. He's like, Oh, you're going to get your right. money's worth from me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs> yeah. Bobo doesn't do 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. so, so I didn't actually pull that out of the board here, but I do thank you for uh, for sending me those cameos. That was fun. Uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. I can write it off as uh, emotional <laughs> stuff. So. Promotional stuff. Perfect. <laughs> um, so Dr. Steve and I were talking a week or two ago, and we were talking about, now this was before the Stuttering John lawsuit stuff, but as you all know, Vinnie Paulina was working really hard behind the scenes to get Stuttering John on the creep off so that they could goof on me together. And mm -hmm. Vinnie was offering him money. He was buying shirts, merchandise, paying for his Patreon. And uh, Dr. Steve had an idea. I'll let you uh, take it away here. Well, I mean, I, 
I'm just, I'm willing to put up some real money. I'll put up a thousand dollars if John will do the show. Did That's you... it. It's no, no, no bit. To, I mean, I'd like a mention at some point because I, again, I'm going to write it off, but, um, as, you know, as promotional, but, uh, yeah, I'll put up a grand for that. Nikki B. Are you still listening? Mark P. Are you still listening? Report this back to John. I'll also pay to have his uh, apartment fumigated. <laughs> oh, that that might be that might be a lot of money, PJ. You sure? No, I'm lying. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Report this back to John. A thousand dollars. Now, what if he uses this money to pay for the retainer to sue me? <laughs> that would be bad, right? More okay, content. If he, if he does, I'll match it on I, your side. I love it. That? Oh, but that's, that's as much as one bucks. Love it. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? This is awesome. That's so, so much cores. Yes, think of how many cores you can buy with a thousand dollars. Like yeah. two thousand cores. That's a lot. <laughs> um, so something happened on Stuttering John's show this week that I have to play for you guys. I think it might be the most embarrassing clip I've ever played of Stuttering John because it really shows you what a piece of shit he really is. The uh, way allegedly. That, the way that he functions and the way that he thinks. Listen to this. Oh yeah. Well, I'm gonna tell you this. this so he's got this guest on who I guess is a regular on a show. I don't know who he is because I don't pay attention. Well, I'm going to tell you this. This is going to be pretty cool because I'm going to work this out. Uh, I, I spent 45 minutes on the phone yesterday with Bill Maher's show. They want to get me on and be on his panel between now and, and either July the 1st or in the late fall. So when I come out there, make no mistake about it, man. I'm going to just extend for a day or two and, and, and come hang out with you, man. How did they get on your uh... – how did you get on their radar? You know, they said that they've been, you know, I've been on their radar for a couple of years now. And, and, you know, with the national spokesman for no dim left behind, uh, you know, they just, well, they want me on. So I'm like, hell yeah, let's do it. Well, then, you know what you should do on that show? Plug me. Airborne. <laughs> hey, make no mistake about it. I, I'm all about that, brother. Yeah. No, you should say, you know, Bill, I, I just got to give a shout out to my man who you should have on. Stuttering John, I'm on his show all the time. He does a great uh, progressive show. Yeah. I think what he meant to say was congratulations. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. awesome news. Good on you. <laughs> Good on you. You're going to get on Bill Martin. It's a huge show. It's a big platform. Instead, this jealous fuck, his first thought was, yeah. how, how do they find you? Here's your yeah. line verbatim to say. That's such a shit friend thing to do. How do they even know about you? Yeah, You're yeah, a yeah. piece of dog shit. That, that was his first no, thought. And then his second me. thought was, yeah, his second thought was, how can this benefit me? Do you really think this guy, and if he does, <laughs> do you think this guy's going to go on Bill Barr's show and be like, by the way, I'm sorry to cut you off, Bill. <laughs> this guy's stuttering John Melendez. He's got this show on YouTube. I, there are hundreds of people are watching it. It's amazing. You, you really got to check it out. <laughs> wow. Anyway. Wow. Well, hey, Carl, well, I, I think thinking about it, just while I'm listening to that, I'll the way we'll do the thousand dollars is I'll give him five hundred up front. Okay, but he'll get the other half after he does the show, and he can't use it for a retainer. He's got to use it. Well, I guess once we give him the money, we can't tell him what to do with it. But um, I'm so, not just going to hand him a, a grand and hope that he shows up. It's funny you say that because what you just said is he can make five hundred dollars for free for doing nothing. <laughs> true. <laughs> I, I mean, that's I, true. I should have planned that, Shit. but. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, John, seriously, consider yeah. this because Vinny would love to do a show with you and, uh, you know, you guys can goof on me and I don't think that'd be a lot of fun, but some people might enjoy it. I don't know. 
and you could maybe not be so hated by everybody for once. Well, then he definitely won't do it. He never makes the right move. <laughs> it's funny does. how like all the people that you have as recurring uh, like segments are all the people who just suck the most and they never acknowledge like, oh yeah, I can improve or yeah, you're right. It's always the people who get super defensive. Right. People have been telling me they love Jamarmalade. They hope that we cover Jamarmalade a lot. I'm like, I don't know that I can because he's going to do a better job on his podcast and he's working to be better. And it's like, Okay, well, good. Good on you. Yeah, check back in with him, you know? Yeah, whatever. we'll check back in. Although people have also said they want him as a co-host. <laughs> well. Which would be interesting. We might not be able to afford him. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we at least need him to make a sequel to Granny's House and uh, do that for you. Not every song needs a sequel, PJ. I don't know why you think that songs need sequels. <laughs> Snakes in the Grass 3 coming soon. <laughs> I, I believe that. Um, <laughs> all right. Dr. Steve is not just here to entertain us with uh, fart sounds. <laughs> he is also here to talk to Vic. I want to get Vic. He's a fan of Vic's. Uh, Vic, are you there? Yes. Hello. 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 Before hello. the review segment, Vic in on the actual show content here. Don't turn it off, everybody. <laughs> this isn't reviews time. We're still doing the show. I promise you. <laughs> I'm checking out. <laughs> so, um, Vic, we were talking a couple weeks ago about this, uh, this squirting incident that you had. And I, I'll remind everyone that my mother-in-law does listen to this show. <laughs> I can't believe this is the topic. But anyway... You had mentioned that your bladder was full and that you peed on a guy and he thought it was hot. Now, this is a hot topic. There's a lot of debate around this. And Dr. Steve volunteered some medical information on this. I'll let you take it away. Sure. Hey, Vic. So there are two, um, you know, there, there are two schools of thought on this that uh, squirting is absolutely not piss. And then the other school that squirting absolutely is piss. Correct. And they're really... There, uh, you know, very few people that uh, have um, any other view other than one of those binary choices. The truth is a little bit more interesting than that. Um, there was a study that was done, and and that's where um, in the news where this idea that squirting is just piss uh, right. came from. And they took seven women, and none of them had gynecologic abnormalities, but they reported recurrent massive fluid emission during sexual stimulation. Who did they report the, that to? Yeah, Were they just yeah, volunteering well, that information? I, I guess I don't I don't know how they how they selected <laughs> okay, them, but they uh, underwent they underwent a thing called provoked sexual arousal, which basically means what they did was they put a um, an ultrasound probe in their vagina and then they started stimulating their genitals with a dildo with a vibrator. Um, I will also volunteer for this position. Yes. If of they course. need someone it was a beautiful study. Well, <laughs> they figured out something very interesting that uh, quite, these women were suffering from a thing or suffering or enjoying um, or were uh, good eggs uh, with a thing called coital incontinence. And what that is is that's involuntary release of urine from the bladder, okay. sometimes during penetration, but often with orgasm. Now... The uh, this urine though is not just just normal urine. What they found was even women that had empty bladders, when they stimulated them, if they had this phenomenon, that it would their bladder would immediately fill up with hyperdilute urine. Mm -hmm. 
And that's why when guys say, no, it's not piss because it doesn't taste like piss, they're absolutely right. There is some mechanism that uh, creates a, a, a large volume of just almost free water in the bladder that then is expelled. So it's not, it, I mean, if you define piss as being fluid from the bladder, then it's piss, but this is not the normal waste product urine that collects in the bladder. So I have a question yeah. on for you, Dr. Steve. I yes. mean, you did just call it hyperdiluted urine though. Like it's still fucking yes. urine. It's still like from your fucking, whatever it's called, bladder. That's right, <laughs> that's right. So if you define piss as being fluid from the bladder, then this particular phenomenon is piss, but it is very special piss in that it is, you know, it's, it's generated uh, only during sexual stimulation and it is hyperdilute. Uh, so I have Carl, a question. Have a question? Yeah, a question for you, Dr. Steve. So if the bladder's empty, but it can produce this, could yep. a woman who's orgasming get so dehydrated that she feels like stuttering John on a Tuesday morning? <laughs> Well, you know, if you were right on the verge of being dehydrated, this could push you over the edge. I oh, guess. okay. Now, now, men ejaculate by storing <laughs> so fluid. Get a bit slower. <laughs> <laughs> by, by storing fluid in their seminal vesicles and producing it in their prostate gland. Now, women also have a structure that's very similar to the prostate, or at least the glandular tissue called the Skene's glands. There are some women that actually ejaculate. And that's where this controversy is, is because some women ejaculate and they'll have a milky fluid uh, that's uh, um, that is discharged from the skein's glands. And some women will have coital incontinence where they're just, you know, voiding this large fluid of dilute urine. But then some women do both. Now follow and that we, up with you're listening to WATP. <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfect we idea. Actually did, we actually did a, a test on uh, Anthony's show once. Yes. Where I wanted to ask he you about had that. A, he had a, a, a porn star that was known for squirting, and she had large volume of uh, fluid that came out of her bladder, but we tested it and it also had prostatic specific antigen and pros prostatic specific antigen can only be produced in the skein's glands. It's not produced in the urine. So, uh, she, she was one of those that did both. So anyway, um, so there's coital incontinence and female ejaculation and, uh, some women do both. Some do one or the other and some do neither. So that, that is the truth about female ejaculation. All right, so it's piss. Thank you very much. So, so yours was piss. That's right. <laughs> Thank you for I'm summarizing sure, that, Vic. I'm sure it was delightful. I can't believe this is what WATP has become. I'm sorry. No, Dr. Steve, if you would have saw how hard I was laughing just now, this has been my favorite segment we've ever done on this show. <laughs> okay, he did good. admit to running on fumes, though. So. Oh, boy. This is great. Now, All if, right, anybody, if anybody uh, wants to settle an argument about female ejaculation, they can go to my website, go to drsteve.com, and just put in female ejaculation, and an article that I wrote about it will come up. Add some pictures. I mean, you could have lied in your article, though. There's no laws against that. True, but I actually have, I brought my receipts. There's uh, citations from the medical literature. I have receipts, too. I went to Target, like, last week. All right. Big <laughs> whale. Are you trying to question the credibility of the good Dr. Steve? Is that what you're doing yeah, right I'm now? Yeah, I'm fucking 22 years old. This motherfucker just said uh, squirt isn't completely pissed, but it's pee. It's pee. It's pee. It's always been pee. Well, 
For those hmm. of us who sometimes get splashed, we'd like to think otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> it's champagne. I appreciate that. Well, you have that. an overwhelming number of guys that will say, look, you know, my girlfriend or my wife, uh, you know, squirts, and it's definitely not piss. They'll say it's definitely not piss. Now, before I read these articles, I thought, well, maybe they're just covering for right. themselves. Right. You know, yeah, it's piss, but they don't want to say it is because they enjoy it. And uh, but actually, the the piss is is distinct from regular urine because it doesn't have waste products in it. Kind of cool. Anyway, cool. there you go. I'll give myself. <laughs> I saw somebody. <laughs> I saw somebody message that uh, Vic when she squirts is definitely piss, and he would pay twenty dollars to have Vic squirt in his face. So <laughs> could also be milk. <laughs> Yeah, oh, Dorkles the Clown good. wrote, Vic just pees on people. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, all right, any other questions from the gallery while we have Dr. Steve here? I see some arms raised over there. Sure. <laughs> I, I do actually have a question, Dr. Steve. How much did Dr. Fauci pay you to slander women squirting? Oh, <laughs> because of the grand conspiracy? I haven't seen Fauci wax eloquent on squirting yet. Yeah, he hasn't weighed in on that one yet. We got to get around. Yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't weighed in, but I would be uh, very interested to see his uh, his opinion on this. Now, the doctor that they used to have on Howard Stern, Harry Fish, very nice guy. He did another study where they he tested the squirt or the you know the fluid for creatinine, and creatinine can only be produced by the kidneys. And when he got a positive creatinine test, he said, see, it's just piss. Well, he didn't do the other study that shows that uh, prostatic-specific antigen is also uh, released, so that for it can't be just only piss. I'm glad you cleared that up because Baba Booey got hit with some of the squirt, and that's why they did the test to find out. And that's where I heard the news, that it was urine. So thank you for... Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, I, um, I we talked about I criticized that study on my show um, <laughs> <laughs> because well, it just wasn't good science. You got to you have to test for both things. We, when we did it on Anthony's show, we didn't have to test for creatinine because Harry Fish had already done that. But uh, we did test for prosthetic Double specific drag. antigen, and there it was. So, Is the guy's go. name really Harry Fish? Yeah, this is Harry Fish. Okay. <laughs> and I say urologist. Does he have you eyebrows? Know, he, he sounds credible. He <laughs> <laughs> did go along with that. All right. Uh, Dr. Steve, where can people find your show? Well, uh, we are on Sirius XM channel 103, Saturday nights at 7 p.m. and Sundays at 6 and other times at uh, Jim McClure's Pleasure. And we're the crate. It's insane, but we're the longest running show on that channel now. Nice. And uh, oh, they wow. can also just go to drsteve.com or just Google weird medicine and find us all over the place. Well, I have been a fan for a very long time and I really appreciate <laughs> you coming on the show and uh, I'd love to have you back again sometime. When another one of our review girls thinks she knows science. <laughs> Sounds good. Anytime. All I'm right. a big fan. Thanks. Thanks. Awesome. Carl. Thank you. And uh, again, John thousand bucks. The offer is there. So yep. uh, Dr. Steve is not lying about this. He will make it happen. No, 500 up front and then 500 when it happens. And you know he's serious because he gave money to both Bobo and High Pitch Eric for the show already. That is already. true. <laughs> so he's definitely <laughs> serious. All right. Thanks, Dr. Steve. All right, man. Thank, good talk to you. Thanks, everybody. Holy shit. I learned a lot, but yeah. I feel like I also didn't. <laughs> I feel like Vic's just refusing to learn. That's what I think is happening. Pretty, I like don't listen to big words anymore. It's just not worth like it's not a good use of my time to try to understand it. 
but I <laughs> it's it's hyper diluted piss is what I got. Something like that. I mostly tuned we, out. We really have no idea. Vic and I just could not follow that at all. Guys, what did we do today? I'll tell you what we did today. We listened to Matt Farley's show, which is Moturn Media Infomercial Podcast, a show that should not exist. We heard a Ween parody from Adam Thoreau, as well as Cringe of the Week Cool Kids Podcast. Elisa Giordana <laughs> called in to talk about her relationship with Stuttering John, even though John did not want her to do that. She did it anyway, and I give her credit. Revenge of the Sis were laughing along with us. Weird Life is the new podcast from our buddy Petty Broken Skull. Dr. Steve talked to us about this won't hurt a bit. Stuttering John embarrassed himself without trying. And that means it's time for everybody's favorite part of the show. The This is the part of the show where we play a clip from the podcast that we'll be reviewing on next week's WATP to get people excited about it, except for I'm not going to do that. This week, I'm just going to tease you with us. What's up, bitch? You're listening to Who Are These Fucking Podcasts? Polish people are stupid. Fact. (laughs) That's right. The great Shuli Egar is back on the show next week to review a podcast that won't be Howard Stern related. He's graduated past that. We won't be talking about high pitch or anything like that. Is it piss related? It might be urine related. Depends on how diluted it is. <laughs> Definitely going to be urine related. Depends on how much waste product there is. Uh, PJ, thank you so much for coming on the show. You host a show called We Are Assholes. Um, yeah, it's a very highbrow show. Uh, we Are Assholes. Uh, you can find it on any uh, place you get podcasts. Just type in We Are Assholes. Uh, we just basically use a spreadsheet to justify making racist and sexist jokes. Right. And does that work? It does uh, all the time. Who would have guessed? (laughs) (laughs) I've been a guest on the We Are Asshole show a couple of times, and I've been told that I'm terrible at it. But uh, other Uh, people are very good. Actually, I thought your episode was fine, and we got a positive response from it. Really? Now I know you're lying. I I think a lot of our show is actually just us yelling at each other. So Mm. you coming on and just yelling at us, telling us we suck, that was good. Well, I'll tell you what happened on this show. They put... Governor Cuomo on the spreadsheet, which they knew would trigger me because I have Cuomo derangement syndrome. And then I started yelling about Cuomo. They're like, Carol, what the fuck's your problem? Why are you yelling about Cuomo the whole time? Like, what, what, what did you think was going to happen? We did the same thing with Dick Masterson, which uh, we said things that make us rage. And then we put people who don't respect the Federal Reserve or something like that. Yeah, I, I heard and, that episode. That was great. Yeah it's it's fun to record i'm not gonna say it's an amazing podcast like everybody else who comes on this show it's also probably dog shit but it's it's worth a listen check it out definitely check that out pj thank you so much for coming on the show this week please join us again next week it might be the episode we find out once and for all who are these podcasts sleep well everybody starting in the mush bits of morning radio don't say shit for attention it's not cute Mm. okay Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. There's been no laughs. None. Ah, I can't fucking take it. Bullshit. This dude is fucking corny. Fucking thing sucks. Thanks a lot, Carl. Epic fail. 
called that the stinger. They don't, they don't let you use that no more. Uh, you know, who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. Subreddit News. Uh, look here, man, writes. Good episode because of Croge. But boy, if anything ever deserved the who fucking cares drop, it's this entire Brent Hatley segment. I mean, what are we even talking about here? Gangrenously posts, Brent lets other people fuck his wife. Move over Maddox, cuck ship has a new passenger coming aboard. Adam95 asserts, Brent is a cuck, but he's not a pussy like Stuttering John. Are you in an... Are you guys in your fucking names? Arjuinanut comments, I like how so many of the radio people appearing on the podcast have the sound set the same way it was set for FM radio. Booming bass, the mids appear cut. Sidwin Chorist asks, who are these 90s radio personalities? Arcona submits, Croge is the best and Kevin Droppins are like sunshine on a cloudy day. My favorite episode in a very long time. Kroger Fan 1, a Kroger episode? I'm not a fan any longer, but I'll listen if What's-Her-Name-Is-On. Huge fan. What's-Her-Name-Is-On? Reality Stimulator notes, I was just shopping in Kroger while listening to Kroger. WATP is getting meta. Some kind of cave demon. Well, now the WATP break is my favorite segment. Thanks a lot, Carl. And Jamar. And Ralph Mo Man Mellish plays us out with, Let me paint you a story. Carl, you stupid motherfucker. How can someone with teeth that big be so dumb? Reviews, reviews, reviews. With Vic. Hi, Vic. Hello. We got any new reviews over there? I do. You actually posted your episodes on Audible. And you got a couple reviews from there. Yeah, I saw that. I didn't do that, but Audible is now picking up uh, podcasts for some reason. Because, yeah, I want to listen to a book and then a podcast. Yeah, it's it's pretty awful. But this one is titled WATP, uh, Exemplary Podcasts. The host has a fun voice and has a great tone for mockery and really puts in the work for a quality audio experience. Pairs nicely with 1.5 times speed. Each episode I've heard so far has been engaging and never boring. Cheers to Carl for inviting us into the strange and wild world of podcast personalities. All right. That's got to be a one star because no one's ever said that they liked my voice. And it pairs nicely with 1.5 speed. That's great. I'll give it a three star right down the middle. Oh, no. Fuck you. That's a five. All right. Wow. These people are fucking weird. I like it. <laughs> what do they know? Five stars. Well, they must be stupid. Uh, you also got another one called If AIDS Had Ears, This Is What It Would Listen To. <laughs> it's good. It's funny. Absolute garbage. These guys are from Rochester and who gives a fuck? But like he put the little symbols. Uh, the host sounds like he has a mouthful of sideways molars and tiny little penises where his nipples should be. I never miss an episode. <laughs> Rochester, New York is a good, good city. Rochester, New York. That's our slogan. It's a good, good city. You should go there sometime. Lots of people, lots of good stuff, lots of good places, lots of good stuff to do in Rochester. Lots of good stuff to do. I guess he couldn't find a lot of stuff about Rochester. Yeah, I'm sorry if I accidentally made that an extra music episode, but. 
Well, I'm I, not sorry, actually. It was amazing. It. I enjoyed it. Did you see the song I posted? No. I po- I don't know if you can play Spotify through your board, but... I can play it if I can find it on the internet. It's on the live show chat. It's the song that I hope to hear after uh, Vic's deployed again for the Navy. <laughs> Where the fuck did you put it? In the in the oh there it is. It's a dead cow. It's a dead cow in the middle of the field. Oh my goodness, that cow is dead. All right, that's offensive. <laughs> I'm not gonna entertain that. I enjoyed it. There's also one for dead chicken, but Casey's not here. All right, well we'll have to do a mashup. Any other reviews? Victoria. Yeah, you got one more. This okay. one says awful. I gave them a fair shot, and I listened to a few episodes before I gave up. The hosts sound like they haven't matured past high school mean girls who tear you apart for dressing differently. It's actual torture to listen to them criticize every detail of a podcaster's voice. They add no value to the podcasting world. That was by Sarah. Aw, sorry, Sarah. I'll try better. I'll try harder. That's definitely a one star, but they nailed it. <laughs> they did kind of nail it. <laughs> We should change the name of the show to the Mean Girls Podcast. Oh, no. I think it's time for a rebrand, don't you, Vic? No, absolutely right. fucking not. Don't digi-knee this shit up, Carl. <laughs> Good reference. Wow. Good pull. Uh, all right. Let's listen to some voicemails. Hi, Carl. It's Professor Retard. I was just calling uh, because I'm so happy that, that Jamar gets it. It, it, that warms my gay little heart. Okay, goodbye. Okay. I don't know why I okay. that one. <laughs> Let's keep it Fair uh, enough. Keep it moving. Hey, Carl, it's John. I joined the Patreon to see tits. I already subscribed to the big show for crossovers. And the very next episode, Stuttering John sues you. Now my $5 is going to the lawsuit, too, instead of the world's weirdest fucking barnyard only fans. Feels good. Uh, don't call me back. Still this fucking horse to take more photos. Five dollars, man. Come on, more cow. The world's weirdest barnyard only fans. That's a good way to describe our Patreon at this point. I like it. To the guy who called in and sang WATP over and over and over until he <laughs> reached the uh, ordering area of the drive-thru. It was very funny, but it was way too long. <laughs> oh, no. So could good. you hear his order? Yes, I could hear his order. So W A T P, very nice podcast. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, he should do a song for us. He should do a song for every podcast that exists. There's like millions of them. <laughs> Just think about how many things I kind of had a not to get necessarily tread back on that, but I thought maybe he made all those songs because of FOMO. Because he's like, what if someone types in Shelbyville, Tennessee, and there's no song made for it? I need to quick make one. Yeah. Well, I mean, he does have a good strategy. It is working. He's making a lot of money. Uh, Dr. Steve is offering $1,000 on John's live stream right now, according to Roybert in our Discord chat. And John just typed back, okay. (laughs) (gasps) I love Dr. Steve, man. He's really working it for the show. It's awesome. Well done. Okay, back to voicemails. Hey, Carl. I was just listening to uh, part two, and I swear to God, I think Stuttering John said Rockchester instead of Rochester. Maybe I'm mishearing things, but I am almost certain that he said Rockchester. So might be worth it to uh, pull that clip up. See ya. 
I thought he said Rochester. Like R-O-T. But mm. Rochester. Producer Chris is the expert on how <laughs> <No>, John talks. <laughs> A very nice city. Hey, Casey, what the fuck? Okay, so I called in last week wondering why Instrumental Heroes isn't on the fucking fan camp. And Carl was about to tell why, but then it's like, oh, why don't you get an instrumentalist? Why did you get a fucking vocalist for your thing? And it's like, and then he just fucking went on about some dumb bullshit. God damn it, I wanted to fucking know, Casey. Make the same fucking obvious joke, you fucking idiot. I'm voting for Vic. Fuck you. All right. <laughs> that doesn't take Thank much. you, Casey. <laughs> I actually did answer the question and I took it out in post because it was mean to people I used to be in a band with. All right, moving on. <laughs> Man, so I'm listening to part two of your thing now and I just got to say, like, Stuttering John needs to shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, my God. He has, like, the most annoying voice ever. And he's just like, like for fucking like he people listen to that shit for five hours. You played for thirty minutes and I can't fucking stand it. I can't fucking Casey Carl. Ah! Ah! Anyway, good luck with the lawsuit. That, that is the reaction that I hope for. By the way, Doctor Steve is back and he did post a screenshot of Stuttering John saying, "Sounds good, Doctor Steve." When he offered a thousand dollars, so I don't know. It might be on. Vinny, your move. Reach out to Stut Joe. Make it happen. Vinny, just, Vinny, just pay John some more money. Come on. Yeah, Vinny, seriously, you can pull some more money out of your pocket, too. We got the Patreon dough coming in on the creep He does have big pockets. Those are big pants. <laughs> <laughs> they don't make small pockets with those pants. <laughs> No, it has to be big enough for a full slice of pizza. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Vic. All right. Vinny was so jealous of that uh, Elisa Jordana chick when Stuttering John came over with a pizza. He's like, damn it. I wish I was her. <laughs> I would have let her in. I would have fired my door guy. <laughs> um, this is another call for Casey. Hopefully she's listening. Hey, Carl. Farmer D here. Just wanted to call to say that uh, as a farmer, Bet I know a lot more about soil than Casey does. Sounds like she ain't no shit, like some fucking undergrad. Took a soils class and was like, ooh, ooh, where soils will grow up. Cool, Casey. <laughs> Farmer's calling her out for not knowing about soil. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, I hope there's a response to that. <laughs> soil wars. Oh, shit. Oh, Dr. My- Steve, are you still here? There's a, a voicemailer that I meant to play. Oh, he's gone again. No, he's gone. There's a voicemailer that I meant to play for him, and it's this one right here. Hey, Carl. This is Rex Sexton. I'm just calling in to weigh in on the whole is squirt piss uh, debate. I um, would vote that squirt is squirt, not pee, because I have been squirted on a few times and have noticed that I develop a rash for a day or so in the pubic region where the squirt has occurred. A rash that does not occur when I am pissed on. Also, the color, the color ring, I should say, is a little different. And if you think about it, eventually a man, you know, because men and women are biologically the same, a man will run out of piss but will not run out of cum. I assume that is the same for women, 
when they are coming over and over and over and squirting over and over and over and giving me rashes all over my body. But what? they don't pee all the time, all night long, usually. So, um, anyway, coming back. <laughs> I mean, are you sure? I honestly think that he's correct about everything he just said, according to Dr. Steve. That kind of just sounded like a confession. Yeah, 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 hey, yeah. I got this rash that I don't want to tell anyone, but until this podcast. Uh, that that guy might be your future ex-boyfriend, Vic. I'm just gonna call it. Future ex-boyfriend? Yep. I no, I pissed on like one person. That might be a uh, good old boy Travis. No, I mean your future ex-boyfriend. In other words, you have yet to date. Hmm. We'll see if he gets a rash, all right? All I'll right. let you know. <laughs> That's that Brent Hatley segment was very disappointing. I was really hoping for combative Brent and you and yell at him and tell him he's an asshole and he sucks. He's all nice. What an asshole. Fuck him. Yeah, he really did ruin that segment. <laughs> <laughs> he really did fuck it up. He should have came on and talked about how hot his wife is and what an asshole I am, but did not go down that way at all. Hey, uh... If you don't make uh, an Isotopes song with Dramarmalide, Dramarmalane, whatever that slob's name is on lyrics, you're making mm, a big mistake. And frankly, it's probably racism. So either make the song or I'm calling the Southern Poverty Law Center. See ya. You can cancel, buddy. That's right. Instrumental, buddy. Instrumental. Yeah, but we could do a song with Dramarmalane. Well, well, you could also do Bonus a cover track. of one of his songs. Yeah. I would be his backing band, wouldn't you? Could we bring him to Rochester? You mean physically or? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> physically. Yeah. Okay. How else would you do it virtually? Yeah. <laughs> yes, electronically, there's, there's ways. Okay, fair enough. Carl, Carl, you need to advertise your YouTube channel a little more because these stuttering John deepfakes are the funniest thing I've found in a day. They are hilarious. I love seeing you dance around in that cockroach outfit to the Mexican hat dance. I don't think you, I wouldn't have known this existed if like, like I didn't Cucaracha. hear something like an off comment on your uh, podcast. You need to advertise a little more. See he called right back in right after that. Oh, okay. Sorry. God damn it. You were dancing around to La Cucaracha. <laughs> hat. Not the fucking hat dance. You were a cockroach. That's the... It was white pepper. I got the joke. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Anyway, yes, our YouTube channel. Check it out. I actually posted my very first ever video podcast because the conversation I had with Vince was over Zoom, so I recorded it and put that up. So you can check that out as oh. well as all of our fun deepfake videos that we're doing. I, I'm retarded enough that I'm like, wait, isn't this the real clip? And then you come in in the cockroach and <laughs> outfit. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's what the deepfake thing they were talking about. You thought that was actually stuttering John's show? Well, so the actual clip of him like backing away from the computer, like the deep yeah. fake, I, I was just looking at <laughs> it on my you. phone. It's not like I'm like watching this. I thought you were going to do some weird edit or whatever. John and watched like, it and oh, thought the same the thing. thing John's like, I got cockroaches that big? That friendly? They can dance. <laughs> yeah, believe it or not, when you came in in the cockroach outfit, I knew it wasn't the That's original. That's what you knew? Don't need to be a smart ass. PJ, this next voicemail is for <laughs> you, my friend. Oh, no. Hey, Carl. So I listened to some of PJ's podcasts, and it honestly made me laugh a few times. But as a grown man, I can't justify listening to a podcast that has a teenager who simps for Amaranth and donated $100 to her Patreon. 
and another guy <laughs> who goes by the moniker of a fucking anime character. On top of that, they play a song at the beginning that sounds like something you hear at, like, some fuck the beginning of a fucking YouTube break video. Eh, that's it. Comment? I completely agree with all of that. <laughs> uh, if you have a better theme song, send it in. I'm also tired of it. But yeah, our one friend spent a hundred bucks on this uh, titty streamer named Amaranth. He paid for her Patreon. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he. The funny thing is, it's not like he even knew who she was. He's just like, oh, this chick's hot. Yeah, I'll give her a hundred bucks. They. Uh, he works at Chick Fil A. I have a suggestion. I can do a theme song for you. All right. They do a show with the spreadsheet. They do a show, the spreadsheet, spreadsheet show. They do a spreadsheet. The spreadsheet isn't supposed to be the focus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my bad. All right. Hey, Carl. Just wanted to throw my support behind the idea of Jamar Malade uh, doing some jingles for WATP. Mm-hmm. But uh, his name does suck, so he needs to go ahead and change it to Jamarvelous, obviously. Nice. So Jamarvelous. give him that note, see what That's you good. can do. Also, while I'm here, uh, Boomer Guy, you fucking suck. I'm pretty sure it's you leaving voicemails on the Dick Show voicemail line. Yep. They are tedious, mm-hmm. rambling, dare I say, ponderous. Uh, you don't have an original <laughs> thought in your head. You should just do everyone a favor and shut the fuck up. Uh, and if it's not you, I still stand by what I said. So, uh, Carl, what is Kirsten Cinema's sexual orientation? Bye. <laughs> well done well done and yes it is boomer guy who calls into the dick show all the time and leaves voicemails and jamarmalade's a good name so fuck that guy jamarvelous is funny though too it's not it bad. is also a good one i feel bad. like that one might have been taken though jamarmalade's definitely original uh i think dr c was talking about this but we'll play it anyway hey carl uh i'm i'm like a week behind on episodes but uh Anthony actually had Dr. Steve on his show back in the early days, and they did a test to see if Squirt was piss or not, and the results came back that it is, in fact, piss. Uh, I'd also like to pay Vic $100 if she would piss in my mouth. Call me back. That's that's where I heard that. <laughs> Might have gotten the text from him. I got, like, two offers. Really? Being like, hey. Yeah, they were like, hey, piss on me. Uh, call me back. How much money did you make? Zero. <laughs> You're not a very good businesswoman. Oh. Vic, can you read one of these text messages? Are they funny at all? Um, not really. Oh, okay. I think I have one pulled up. Okay. Um, oh, no, 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 I do. This was from April 6th. Uh, he said, I never wanted to... F- well, this one isn't uh, squirting, but he said, I never wanted to fuck a cow so bad in my life. Laughing face emoji, sideways mm-hmm. laughing face emoji, tongue out emoji. Great ass, Vic. I'll be spanking to dad ass. <laughs> okay. And then just this Thursday, he sent me a picture. I, he sent me a gif. I don't know if it's his dick or not, but it's like a, a pee-pee, like waving. He said, just wanted to stop by and say hello and wave at you. Hashtag cow fetish. <laughs> you know what? Since we're talking about this, I got to ask you. I know that you're from the Midwest. Uh, what's the, with the cow thing? I don't know. I you, I truly don't know. You have multiple cow outfits. Well, now it's a joke, but like the first original one, I don't know what that was. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean you don't know what that was? That was like you blacked out during that whole thing? No, he was just like, hey, put this on. And I was like, all right, cool. You spent like a grand on me in a weekend. I'll oh. do it. Oh, okay. What was this? Like drop with some milk? Uh, I don't know, but he did in fact have me pour milk on myself. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that guy's <is> pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. The guy calls back here. Hey, Carl. Uh, I must have misremembered that uh, Dr. Steve Anthony Cumia squirt test thing. So I, I just caught up with this week. Uh, anyway, so I must have misremembered that. Uh, anyway, uh, still offer still on the table. $100 for Vic to piss in my mouth. Uh, also, I'd like to throw in $50 for Casey to do it. Call her there with, uh, you know, their information. 100 for Vic and 50 for Casey. Oh, man. That's chicken shit. I get it. Yours might have soil sample in it, so. Oh, gross. This show is getting I'd gross. Pay, I'd pay 50 bucks for Casey to examine the soil at my house. Okay, fair enough. Hey, Carl. So I called in the last two weeks talking about how I was listening to the isotopes during my finals. Yeah. I just wanted to let you know I fucking killed it. Nice. Aced all of them. Uh, fucking instrumental surf rock makes you smarter. Doesn't make you any less fat, though. Uh, fucking call me back, Kessler. Congratulations, sir. Everybody should be listening to the isotopes if they want to be smart. Like that gentleman. All right. That's all I got today. Vic. All right. Thanks for stopping by. Of course. I love to get educated and not listen. Yes. I appreciate you listening to what the good doctor had to say. PJ, thank you so much, buddy. I appreciate you listening to an entire episode of Weird Life. It's not easy. (laughs) It was not easy. Thanks for having me on. All right, Thanks, dude. Uh, Oh, yeah. That's when I play my uh, this thing. But again, we're only here for one thing, all right, with the briefcase. We're only here for one thing, and that is for me to get the fuck out of here. Bye-bye.